0: The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is The Monty Show, as always, locked and loaded for you on a Wednesday. Uh, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. I tell you every single day, get in an accident, you better know what you're going to do, and you better have the name The Advocates at the tip of your tongue. A lot of rain around, a lot of people on their bikes, motorcycles and scooters. And think about it this way, if your mom or your sister or your best friend gets hit while they're riding their bicycle, you want to be able to help them, right? The you get hit while you're driving your car because some jamoke is on his cell phone. Theadvocates.com. I always tell this story about my brother, the cop who blew his shoulder out and had to fight for his pension. That's called workman's comp. There's nobody better, in my opinion, than theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free at theadvocates247theadvocates.com. How the heck are you, Jake? Good uh, Wednesday to you. Already? Already. already. See, I don't know. Has this been a quick week? I'm curious what you guys think. Has this been one of those quicker weeks or has this been a longer week for you?
0: No, I mean, I think this has been a quick week. I think this has been a, a you know, fly by type week. I,
1: really? Tomorrow's Thursday already, dude. Dude, it feels like tomorrow's like Friday and today's, <laughs> you know, like next Thursday already. Like it feels like this week is drug ass on. Today was one of those days where the phone won't stop ringing everybody's texting your boy like, hey man, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to figure You're it out. You're kind of a big deal and stuff. You know, you know? like, geez, um, I think it has uh, been an incredible week of news. Um, we're going to get to gloat about my correct, my correct uh, guarantee that I made on the show yesterday because I'm perfect in every way, shape or form. Sex appeal, twisted steel, like, you you get it with me. Congratulations,
2: but that's you know, bullshit. Well,
1: I wouldn't agree with that, you know. But um, we'll talk about that. We've got to talk about money makes you money because the PGA Championship starts tomorrow. And it looks like my guy, Jordan Spieth, is going to play in the PGA championship tomorrow i've only got two guys jordan spieth and justin thomas and neither one of them are high up on the leaderboard. bro you're not even taking your boy Homa. uh no Homa's not ready to go yet but geez, jesus Christ's favorite golfer scotty scheffler is favored at uh plus 700 of course my guy jt all the way at the bottom at plus 3500 we'll do that in money makes you money today uh you know yeah. it's all good but you guys my friends We all know why you're here, don't we? We all know what you're doing here as the Pac-12 turns. Newest details for you. We talked about it a lot on the show yesterday. Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, did an interview on a podcast. And as we described yesterday, there was never gonna be a follow-up question. This was a very safe space for Ray Anderson. There were no hard questions. There were no follow-up questions. <clears throat> unchecked misinformation in this podcast, and I'm gonna play for you in a minute. But are you surprised at this point, and here we are on May 17th, are you surprised at the level of misinformation and conflicting information that is coming directly from the Pac-12? Because you're also gonna hear from Washington State President Schultz here in a minute, who had another message that is directly in conflict with what Ray Anderson said yesterday so, Jake, I'll toss it to you on this because I think this is a fascinating question of are you surprised at the conflicting messages from different parts of the Pac-12?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not that surprised because we know the Pac-12 is unorganized. And I, and I think that it's easy to slip up uh, when it comes to the X's and O's of how a TV deal works, you know, and, 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 and when I say that, we've talked all about uh how the pac-12 media rights situation works right in in terms of getting the deal done so hey like you got to go out and get a get a an agreement done with a tv partner whatever tv partner you want to say let's say espn just as an example right so once once you get espn to say hey we'll pay you a dollar we'll pay every school in the conference a dollar per year for to to broadcast their games or whatever the agreement is then you're going to take that agreement you're going to go to your schools and say hey hey, Oregon, what do you think of this? Hey, X school, what do you think of this? And then once you get all those schools to agree, you've got your grant of rights done. Then you can announce a TV deal. And so the the conflicting issue here is basically how TV deals get done. So am I surprised that these guys, you know, seemingly are on different pages as to how this process works? Not at all, because some schools are very much informed and not talking Washington. Other schools think they're informed and are doing a lot of talking Arizona State. And then you have Washington State that knows how a TV deal is done, but has no idea the landscape in the TV land, which is why you shouldn't be talking.
1: Well, let's start with Ray Anderson at uh, Arizona State. He went on an Arizona State podcast. Um and he talked all about this idea about how a a TV rights deal is done. And again, I want you to listen to this very closely because I think this is I don't know, is incredibly damaging. Is that the right way to say this? I I don't know that that's the right way to say it. I think that is a little embarrassing. From Ray yeah. Anderson is is differing, but I I just I don't know I, I I don't know why I'm I don't know why I am parsing my words. I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to torch anybody. But you're the athletic director at Arizona State, Ray Anderson, on the Speak of the Devils podcast, right? With a TV guy from from Arizona, and Ray Anderson said this.
2: What's your sense on just kind of where things are in terms of a media deal and? How confident are you personally in kind of the long-term viability of the the Pac-12, Pac-10, whatever shape it ultimately uh, takes?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm very confident in the long-term viability. The 10 schools uh, are solid. UCLA and USC will be moving on. Uh, But I do believe uh, the 10 schools remaining uh, are very solid, and there's a commitment to do that. Uh, It will be, uh, I think, uh, uh, summertime. Uh, when we have uh, a deal uh, to announce Uh, i don't know if that's july or august but uh, the latest uh, thinking is that by summer uh, we should have uh, uh, an mmr deal a multimedia rights deal with the pac-12 to announce after that you then have to make sure that you have your grant of rights which essentially is the 10 remaining schools signing on to the deal essentially granting their media rights to the conference so no one is inclined to leave before the deal expires and then once you get, have that uh, then very frankly I think the notion of uh, potentially looking at expansion uh, makes sense.
1: Okay so first of all And we debated this yesterday on the show. Right. Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, on the Speak of the Devils podcast, says summer, possibly July or August, (coughs) (coughs) will announce, and note that word, will announce a new TV deal, Mm -hmm. multimedia rights deal, and then we'll get a grant of rights. Well... And and I'm not trying to play Timmy, you know, knows everything. But I'm here to tell you, that's not how these deals are done. I have talked to television experts, administrators. You would never announce a TV deal before a grant of rights because you announce a deal and then Oregon's like, nah, dude, we're out. I'm not signing the grant of rights. No, no, no. no. And all of a sudden, you don't have a TV deal. Now, in your opinion, do you think that that was just a misstep? Do you think... He wasn't thinking it through. Like, what do you think Ray Anderson meant by that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a, I think it's a misstep. There's no question about it. I mean, you made a mistake. I mean, that's just, that's just indisputable. I mean, that's just not how the deal works. So it's absolutely a mistake. And I think that initially, when I listened to it the first time, I was like, well, he was kind of speaking in generalities, kind of like he was just sort of, you know, just kind of talking. He wasn't really like detailing each little step, but then you listen to it like four or five times uh you know and you cut it up for the show and you get it prepared and everything to play and you're like yeah dude like yeah you were actually kind of detailing it yeah i mean you're the problem is is you don't get the benefit of the doubt because you're the ad of arizona state so so when you hold that position you have to be informed and then in addition in addition to that you know you have to speak the right things in the right order so i don't even feel like this is that controversial he made a mistake here and once again Ray I mean, Anderson correct. has spoken out of turn. I i mean, you all remember when he went on ninety-eight-seven Arizona Sports in Phoenix and kind of made of an ass of himself there. With all due respect, I mean, again, as he just said, like we're not trying to torch anybody, but you can't come out as an athletic director and be like, yeah, you know, well, this is how it's going to work when, in fact, that's not how it's going to work. That's the issue here, and I think. The original question we asked is, are you surprised something like this would happen? And it's like, no, I'm not surprised because... You're once- not. No, because once again, he shouldn't be talking and neither oh, should wow. guys like Kurt Dude, Schultz Dude, I- I'm or- shocked.
1: I-, I think this is a shocking misstep. Now, having said that, Ray Anderson's a guy, to be totally honest with you, Ray Anderson's a guy I don't think should be an athletic director at any university. I think the... the he said some stuff in this podcast. He talked about how, you know... Arizona State has never been competitive. They've never consistently been a top 15 team, and that's not his fault, and that should be... Like, he said some wild stuff in this this podcast, but it's shocking that he says that. And on top of that, Washington State President Schultz went and did an interview at an event with one of the Washington State Cougar blogs. Mm Mm-hmm and said nothing about July or August. In fact, he says it's coming fast and it's gonna happen soon. We're continuing to have really
2: good dialogue and discussion with several media bidders and media partners. And there's multiple people that are really interested in the Pac-12. We occupy a really unique time slot that people want Pac-12 football, they want men's and women's basketball. So we've got lots of folks out there and I know our fans are frustrated. They're like, Kirk. We've been hearing since January, it's imminent, it's going to happen, but uh, I ask everybody to be patient because we have more bidders coming to the table, more people interested as the time goes on, and the 10 schools are as unified as I've ever seen them. So we hope in the next few weeks to a month to be able to have a media rights deal, to get the grant of rights signed by all 10 schools, and then to work on expansion.
1: So when it happens, folks, the dominoes are going to fall quickly. I don't know that you could be more 180 degrees apart than Ray Anderson and President Schultz at Washington State are. Because Ray Anderson says, oh, it's into the summer, July or August. Kirk Schultz, the president of Washington State says, oh, it's gonna happen here in a matter of weeks. And when it happens, it's gonna happen really fast. And this is the problem in the PAC 12. Mm -hmm. There's no unification. And why is there no unification? Because there's no leadership. And in the absence of leadership, what happens? People are going to act out. When there's no leader, people are going to fill that leadership void with their own behavior. And I think that's what you're seeing. But what did you get? You got two interviews in safe spaces where both of these administrators, Ray Anderson at Arizona State and President Schultz at Washington State, who both declined to come on the program because they're not they're not talking about this right now. Right. Right. They knew they were not going to get follow-up questions. They knew they were not going to get corrected. And they said two diametrically opposed statements. And frankly, we did a lot of legwork on this today. And I tell you this, every time somebody like Ray Anderson does something, we work very hard to confirm or not confirm that report. Yeah. And we were told by a conference official, very high up an administrator in the conference, who said hey, this is really dangerous. Because if there is no deal before July or August, there will be long-term lasting damage to relationships that the PAC-12 has built. Shame. Like, that's how serious people are taking what Ray Anderson said. And then you just flip the coin to the other side and you have Kurt Schultz saying, oh no, it's weeks away here, we're close. And when it happens, it's gonna go really fast. And I think there's a couple other things that, that I would point, point to you in a, on this. One, Arizona State is wildly irrelevant. It, it, it's Ray Anderson said it in this podcast on his own. Hey, we're not relevant in football and basketball. He straight up went to, man, our baseball team is terrible. He said in this podcast, our baseball team is not good. Just straight up said that. But he's talking about like men's paper airplane throwing and all the non revenue generating sports hockey and wrestling, women's soccer, water. Like like, he's all of these under the radar, non revenue generating, non reach generating sports baseball, softball, football, and basketball. Bad. He straight up says it and he takes no blame for it. And, and it's shocking so keep that in mind that that's who we're dealing with but i talked to a number of people in college athletics today who all said what ray anderson said on that podcast is incredibly damaging to the conference because they are telling people industry-wide it's it's a it's just a matter of a couple of weeks it's a couple of weeks. And what did you say while well, we were listening to the Kirk Schultz bite earlier in the pre-show meeting?
0: Yeah, I mean, dude is dude is doing a remarkable job of at least staying on point, right? I mean, I, again, I, I disagree with him. I mean, I, in some of his takes, obviously, the optics take was garbage. And that got proven completely false after the news that came out today, which we'll get to in a minute. But But, yeah, I mean, my main point here, and we're going to play it, but... You notice how remarkably similar the two bites are from Kirk Schultz. They're basically saying the same thing here.
1: Listen to what Schultz said last week. And this was on a a Zoom call for Regents at Washington State. Notice how he uses the exact same messaging and language about the Pac-12.
2: Media rights, where are we now? We've had really, really good conversations with major media outlets and recognizable ones. Everybody goes, oh, yeah. You know, I can click on the TV and watch that. Um, over the last six months, you know, ESPN is a great example. You know, they laid off a whole bunch of employees. Yeah. If you said when will be the worst time in the last six years to try and negotiate a media deal? Probably the last five months is is going to be pretty close to the worst. And so, what's been happening is we've continued to have those conversations with uh, recognizable major media outlets. They're very interested in the Pac-12. People remember. The entire football isn't as great as this conference or that conference, but we occupy a coveted time slot where people need live sports content around the nation. People like college football and the Pac-12 owns that West Coast time frame.
1: It is really well done. He said the exact same thing the exact same way two weeks apart now. I disagree with the
0: take that you own the,
1: the Pacific. Right or zone, wrong. Right? Yeah, right or yeah, wrong. I think it, 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 it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. But I think one of the other stories that you have to really pay attention to when you listen to Kirk Schultz talk, there's two that I'd really I'd really caution you about. NBC Universal, who we had exclusively on this show months ago as being an interested party in Pac-12 media rights, is we are told likely out On the Pac-12 now, because they just dropped $110 million on a streaming deal with the NFL for one single playoff game. Isn't that insane? Now, two things come to mind immediately. They spent $110 million on one football game. One game, an NFL playoff game. And you in the Pac-12 don't think that streaming's the way to go? And you in the Pac-12 won't do a deal with Apple TV, allegedly, because most of the members of the Pac-12 don't believe that putting your games on stream is the right way to go. And you may well be be right about that today in 2023. You might be right about that 2024, 2025. hmm, I would disagree on that. And the other story that I think you really have to pay close attention to is this one right here. Pat McAfee is doing a deal with ESPN now, announced it's official today that Pat McAfee for a minimum of $20 million and some people price it as high as a $150 million deal over three years, do the math, that's 50 million a year, is going to ESPN. The Pat McAfee Show will be on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and the ESPN YouTube channel. So when Kurt Schultz at Washington says, hey man, The optics are bad. Can't announce it now, but but they can announce (coughs) Pat McAfee's show for $150 million on all three of their platforms. And I would, would again, say ESPN Plus and YouTube, which are both streaming platforms on what? Where do you watch those two? Yeah, the mobile phone, which is the only thing in sports that matters these days. I'm telling you now, At the end of the day, the Pac-12 likely their biggest mistake will not be doing a low-dollar TV deal. In my opinion, Jake, I think their biggest mistake is going to be not doing an all-in stream deal for the next five years with, with Pac-12 Athletics.
0: Yeah, and I think you're missing a big opportunity to to sort of be the the paver of the road, if you will, because we everyone agrees. Notice, everyone agrees that streaming is, is coming, right? That's like the minimum. Like, if you're someone who's not sure about streaming, you at least agree that streaming is on the way, and it's like the next thing. There are some of us, like myself and like ESPN, who believe that streaming is now, which is why the UFC is exclusively on ESPN Plus or why Pat McAfee is now an ESPN guy. Uh, you know, and I look at this and I say, hey, Pac-12, you had an opportunity to, to be a trendsetter. You had an opportunity to probably make a lot more money, honestly, by doing an all stream deal. You wouldn't have to be, you know, uh, fiddling around in $90 million land with ESPN in multi, multi-outlet land. If you would have just said, okay, yeah, we know that linear is kind of a struggle right now, but what if we did? What if we did an all streaming deal and we just went in on it and we believed in it and we backed it? What,
1: what would happen? What do we have to lose? What would happen? What do we have to lose? And I agree with Lopes fan Gabe. Uh, gives us a $10 tip to say Anderson stances was basically quote ASU's major athletic teams have never been world beaters. So it's not reasonable for fans and alumni to demand they be good. Now dude is a clown. Well, and Lopes fan Gabe's exactly right. Ray Anderson on this, you know, speak of the devils podcast says in this, in his own words. Yeah. We've never been like, t- or we're top 15 is the best we've ever been. Like, we haven't been consistently top 25, and basketball, and being a men's basketball coach is the hardest job in sports right now. And it's like, dude, so let me, and, and by the way, I think one of the, and I know Gabe, you listen to this, so you back me up on this. Let me get this right. Ray, you don't think your team should be good. He straight up said, in my opinion, NIL is not something I'm interested in, and the transfer portal is bad. Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, said that. Yeah, his specific terminology That's was crazy. that it's pay for play. Crazy. I mean, he
0: straight up said that, and I think the other thing that was interesting is he brings up this this analytic after saying, "Hey, we haven't been relevant in sports." He, so, so he answers that right. question, and he goes into this thing about something called APR, right, academic progress rate, and wants to lean on a stat about how Arizona State is beating Stanford and beating these amazing academic universities. And it's like, well, hold on a second. It's called academic progress rates. So, yeah, sure, you're improving more than those schools are. But that's only because Stanford's the number three school in the nation, I believe it was. So they don't need a great APR because they've already done their
1: APRing.
0: Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing you're dealing it's with rough. in the pack,
1: dude. It is rough. Maury the Great Floridian. Alvarez. Uh, this has been a situation of those who know uh, don't talk and those who talk don't know. The PAC leadership needs to keep things close to this. Dude. Facts. Those who know don't talk. Those who don't know, those who talk don't know. Facts. is exactly right about this conference. I don't know. I don't know how else to even say that. Perfectly said, dude. Yeah, I mean, Maury, you're you're exactly Thanks. right. Facts. Uh, McKay Boyle gives us a five dollar tip to say my prediction for the Big 12: Oregon State, Gonzaga, CU, AU, ASU, San Diego State join. Side note: Pac-12 is letting the inmates run the asylum. Gonzaga. You know, it's funny. I had a conversation with a guy this morning about Colorado, and there was all this buzz about Colorado and. You know, hey, are they leaving? Do they want to leave? Are they upset? Are they blah, blah, blah? And th- th- again, I'm not trying to tell you who I know or who I talk to, but, and you can confirm, like, yeah. this is a dude that's at the top of a conference. Yeah, bro, top of the food chain, no doubt about it. And he has said repeatedly to me, and he said it again three times in a five-minute phone call today, nobody wants to leave the the Pac-12. And he, the, he usually tells me, dude, I... I talked to a lot of people and he always says over there. I talked to a lot of people over there. None of them wanna leave. And you know what he said today? Nobody wants to leave the Pac-12 and really Colorado doesn't wanna leave the Pac-12. Like just out of nowhere. And it didn't strike me until I was reading your comment about CU and it's like, but homie said, and Colorado doesn't wanna, like it's remarkable to me how many people believe that Colorado wants out as soon as possible or that, you know, like we've heard so much about Oregon and Washington and Oregon and Washington schools like Oregon and Washington don't talk because they know what they're doing. Well, and what did Ray Anderson say about Oregon,
0: right? And on this podcast, which I thought was incredibly embarrassing. Ray Anderson said, yeah, we have no way to compete with Oregon. We don't have any way to compete with Stanford, right? Cause they have all this endowment money That's at right. Stanford and, and Phil Knight has the Nike money. I mean, you have like, I, I just can't believe that. And then on top of that, you have this conversation of schools wanting or not wanting to leave. And it's like, no, I don't think schools want to leave. per And se. I don't even
1: think that's controversial. No,
0: because it's different than saying, hey, they won't
1: leave. We're not yes. saying they
0: won't leave. We're saying, hey, they don't want to leave per se, but they will leave if you bring them some pile of garbage for a distribution deal. But
1: I'll go back to what Maury Alvarez said. Where's that comment right here? Those who know don't talk. President Cosset at Washington. Knows what she's doing and where they're going and she's not going to talk.
0: And hasn't talked
1: one time. And we've asked repeatedly. And it's no comment. No comment. No comment. Why aren't you hearing from Phil Knight? Phil Knight talks about Oregon on a regular basis. Until right now? Well, because I think they know that, A, I think they'd like to stay in the conference. And remember, Washington and Oregon are two of the top-rated teams in the conference. Right. You have two of the top quarterbacks leading two of the top football teams in the Pac-12 at Oregon and Washington. We reported exclusively on this show last week, the Big Ten has a financial arrangement with its TV partners to welcome in Oregon and Washington Yeah. and likely Stanford and Cal. Oh, by the way, have you heard from Stanford and Cal on this? You haven't because they know where they're going. Yes. They know what they're doing. And I think if push comes to shove, they're going to go to the Big Ten. But I don't think anybody wants to go. I'm telling you. Matt Ritson gives us $2 to say Ray Anderson said uh, school is terrible. He did, he essentially did say that. flat out, dude. He, he out. essentially said ASU's not good at sporting.
0: You know what I thought was funny, too? So he, he goes on and rips all these sports, right? And rips ASU and talks about yeah. how, like, hey, we haven't been relevant. You know, everything we just said. But then he goes on and wants to say hey but by the way just so you guys know huh, man i hope dilly has a good season because football pays for all these garbage sports like dude like bro you can't come out and rip your football program rip the softball rip the girls soccer rip the boys baseball like like what are we doing bro
1: and what's on the tv to our right right now a commercial for grand canyon university yeah. gcu yeah and it's i apropos Because Arizona State looks down the nose at GCU. And GCU basketball is in a far better place. Like, it's it's amazing. Sean Mirzinski says, when schools hire ADs like this one at Arizona State, makes me question what the university is even thinking. And the other issue with that is, the other issue with that is, is that you have a guy that oversaw his best friend, Herm Edwards, leading the football program into a massive NCAA recruiting scandal and didn't fire him this is someone who's held this chair since 2014 and said on this podcast speak of the devil podcast yeah and said oh herm knew it was time to go mm. Mm. but but you didn't you didn't fire oh. him it's unbelievable to me it's unbelievable to and me. i
0: feel like we see this a lot in the pack it's sort of the convenient situation well herm knew it was time to go but i had no idea me bro i didn't have any idea oh our athletic, our athletics across the board have been totally irrelevant outside of hockey. Because hey, built this building, they've been awesome—five thousand seats full every single night. Okay, great hockey's been awesome, right? But but everything else has been totally subpar, not great, including football. But I had nothing to do with that. I mean, that's that's not that's none of that's on me. I mean, again, it's this can it's this whole idea whether it's Kirk Schultz up at Washington State or Ray Anderson or. No, and I love Taylor Randall, but even Taylor Randall at Utah, dude, like you guys live in a convenient reality yes, where do. where you want to say, hey, we're going to get our media rights deal done in a couple of weeks. And specifically, Kurt Schultz has the balls to come out and be like, yeah, well, everyone's asking me, hey, Kirk, Kirk, hey, when's the deal going to get done? As if we haven't been asking that question in the media since last summer, bro. Yeah. That's what's incredible to me. Like, they just live in fantasy land.
1: Hero75 gives us $5. Thank you for all the tips today, you guys. We really appreciate it. Every time you leave us a tip, you get your comment read first. Hero75, personally, I believe a quiet school is a school planning to do something. Whenever the next shoe drops, it will likely be from a place we least expect. And I'm telling you that place you least expect is Oregon State. And as you hit the like button on the show, please hit the like button, it helps us uh, grow the channel. Uh, I would just, I would again tell you, this situation at San Diego State's not getting better. (coughs) And we were able to clarify some reporting today. You know, we've also talked a lot about San Diego State on the show. Um, And one of the things that I think is so interesting is, San Diego State has this buyout of $17 million that is due on no later than June 30th. Close a business. Money's gotta be there. July 1st, we were getting reporting from Sports Illustrated that said it was triple that. Yeah. That's not actually true. It is only double, not triple. So it's not $51 million, it's $34 million, which is a huge difference. Yes. But it's interesting to me that in reaching out to San Diego State today, they were happy to clarify the policy and the buyout, but would not speak about rumors around college football realignment. Mm. Rumors around alignment. And sources have also told me today that uh, San Diego State has made no effort to communicate their, their imminent departure from the Mountain West Conference. None whatsoever. Nobody at the conference, I am told, has heard about San Diego State leaving the conference. San Diego State has not filed paperwork. They have not made their efforts known. So how serious is San Diego State about leaving the Mountain West? I think it's really interesting. And here's the other problem. If you're Brett Yormark, is San Diego State of interest to you in the, in the Big 12? I mean, I have to think it's of interest, but you're not going to get more money from ESPN for San Diego State. And from what we understand, Fox has said they will chip in on San Diego State, but will not pay the full fare for San Diego State. How interested financially is the Big 12 in San Diego State? I think that's a big, big misnomer.
0: Well, and I think if they were super interested, I mean, you wouldn't have like you, J.D. Wicker wouldn't have felt the need to come out and talk about it. I, I mean, you know, if they were super interested and you were down the road and everything was cool and he had an offer, you know, I, I, am inclined to feel like, hey, yeah, you probably wouldn't be out here doing doing some ridiculous commenting and opening your bucked up the the official energy drink of the Monty Show and slurping it and you know saying some dumb things. Is that what J.D. Wicker did? No, it's actually not. He That's, slurped a bucked up. Sorry, we were in Pac-12 land, so I, I, I'm, I got. Caught up in the not sure what the truth is or not type stuff.
1: Uh, before we read all of your comments on the Pac-12 as the Pac-12 turns, we remind <laughs> you that uh, <clears throat> fucked up energy cheers friends is the official energy drink of the Monty Show, and I know it's shocking. We were actually able to procure the real deal. Look at that. Yeah, some that people is- were
0: like, "Hey, why are you guys not drinking Miami on the show anymore?" And, dude, it's a really simple answer. The stuff is so damn good that it's sold out constantly.
1: It's tough to get. So now it we finally tough got to restocked, get. and here we are. Drinking it, and it's really good. The thing I love about Bucked Up Energy drinks, they're zero sugar. I love that about it. And when you, you look at the label, you find out how many calories are in this can. Oh, it's zero. It's zero. Yeah, that's a big deal. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Breaking news. Breaking Calvin Sampson the head coach at Houston has interviewed for the vacant Milwaukee Bucks coaching job They texted oh boy the Bucks interviewed Washington Wizards assistant Joseph Blair uh, as well as um, Calvin Sampson from Houston Oh boy That is a huge huge loss If Calvin Sampson gets the job with the Milwaukee Bucks, what a blow for the Big 12 that would be because he has done unbelievably well. And really what I think is his return to major college coaching. Like he has done really well at Houston. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Uh, But yeah, Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Zero calories, zero sugar. That's what I love about it. And I also love the fact that I don't get the jitters from it. You know, you take some of these energy supplements and you wind up getting the shakes or you get a real bad headache. You know, like you you don't know what you're getting in all those. At Bucked Up, you can trust it's a quality product that's gonna give you long lasting, clean energy all day long. And I, you know, I have been on their bars now. I told you guys yesterday, they gave us a special promo code for their Bucked Up uh, protein bars. Dude, they're amazing. Their Bucked Up uh, protein bar is really good. Again, you're you're looking at the graphic on the screen, protein crisps with bring taste and texture as well as performance. You also get whey protein isolates. It is the leanest, lowest fat uh, protein that you can get. That's why it's called isolate. They also use ingredients like dates in their snickerdoodle bar. Um, And I'm just telling you, it is the perfect decadent snack that's guilt-free because it's got really good ingredients in the description below get a free sampler pack of the brand new Bucked Up Protein Bar. They'll send it right to your, excuse me, right to your front door for free. Click the link, put your information in, done. Bucked Up wants to hook you up. You know, they're one of our favorite partners because they're always giving you free stuff. Also in the description below, uh, there is a link to get six free Buckshots. I'm telling you, it's a game changer for me. Uh, buck as you can see there, is a small little energy supplement Um, that is high powered energy performance. It is, I cannot go without my buckshot in the morning. I drink it when I wake up. I worked out this morning, I 45 minutes in on the treadmill with a stretch and a, and a lift as well. Bucked up just carries me right through it. I'm telling you, try it for free. Don't take my word for it. Don't spend your money. Go get it for free. Get the free protein bar, get the free bucked up shots. Like it's really good. That's why we partner with Bucked Up. They believe in their products so much. They know when you get it, you're going to keep going back to get more. Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Uh, Two masters. Oh, wait. Samson. Raider Mark. Hello? Hello. Uh, Samson probably uh, angling for more money in a new contract. Dude, uh, I don't don't know what he's angling for, but give it to him because the guy has been a revelation at Houston. Yeah. I mean, a revelation at Houston. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy Um, and coming off of recruiting scandals and, you know, the the I believe he had a show cause notice um, (coughs) laid on him, which is basically the worst words you can hear as a coach. You will need to show the NCAA cause show us cause show cause notice as to why you would want to hire this guy Um. based on his past behavior. He got through all of that. He became an assistant coach, and now he's kicking ass at Houston. And that would be a huge loss. And I saw like three, four people say recruiting scandals are a thing of the past. Au contraire. That could not be further from the truth. It is true that recruits through NIL, you don't have to worry about talking about money with them. But like Herm Edwards and his staff were meeting with recruits and players outside of acceptable windows. There are only certain dates and windows in time that you can meet with recruits and they can come on campus and you can go to their house. And Herm Edwards and the guys at Arizona State allegedly just said, out oh, of hell with that, we're going now. Boom, out of here. Yeah, and it cost them all their jobs and it cost them all scholarships and NCAA infractions. Like, it was brutal. Yeah. So recruiting scandals are not a thing of the past. There, There's no doubt about that. You know, like, I, I think it's, Yeah. yeah. I'd pay attention to that. Bryce Martin, what's up? That's a formality. I doubt he gets it. You mean the head coaching job of the Bucs? I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talking about how he is a hot candidate for every, pretty much every major job. Yeah. Calvin Sampson, if he wants to leave Houston, could have left Houston already. So it'll be interesting to see, to see what he says. Matt Hartley says, rip Houston basketball. Spangler says, I've never said Kansas was going to the Big Ten. Absolutely never. I don't think you said that. I don't think you said that. I don't. I don't know. Let's see. Um, I'm way behind on some of these conversations. I apologize, Gary. Hello. What's up? Sorry about your Lakers, dude. Um, we got to talk about that series, though. I'm mm, no. I'm going to save it. Save it. I'm going to save, save it. it. Ron Loney says, "Houston, we have a problem," or you may. Uh, Bryce Martin, this is why everyone in the nation is talking about the Pac-12. The conflicting story saga has been going on for a year now, and it's still wildly entertaining. And it, you know what it is? It's wildly dysfunctional. Yeah, it's sad because the Pac-12 is such a good conference. Like if you if you had smart people with real business acumen, can you imagine Brett Yormark at the top of the the Pac-12 totem pole?
3: You want to, dude?
1: That conf- that would be the power conference. It has always supposedly been the conference but, of
0: champions,
1: but never was, right? That's that's what we're talking about. Like if if you had an operator like Brett Yormark, or you know, pick your favorite commissioner. I personally think Brett Yormark right now is the most visionary, forward-thinking commissioner in all of sports and I think when you look at the damage that Larry Scott did to this conference and the damage that George Kleofcock has done to this conference now I just hope it's not I just hope it's not something that you can't repair right or that it's fatal because the Pac-12 is a great conference the 10 schools even remaining you're never going to replicate what you have with SC and UCLA You're, you're just not but the 10 schools together, that's a power conference. But you've never been able to leverage that and weaponize it financially. yeah? Because you don't have an operator, you don't have a visionary. How does the Pac-12 not own Mexico? Like, how, do you, how, how is the Big 12 playing football and basketball games in Mexico City and Monterey, Mexico? How are they doing basketball at Rucker Park? How are they doing their, their pro day as a conference at Jera World? How are they doing? Like, they're doing all of this stuff. And you have some of the most, just even stadium-wise, in the footprint of the Pac-12, you have some of the most technologically advanced stadiums on the planet. And you don't leverage them. You you don't. You're you're instead going to an unnamed location in Las Vegas. I don't know how to break this to you. The Pac-12 and Pac-12 media days should either be in... Los Angeles, and I don't care if SC and UCLA are gone, Los Angeles is where they should be. It is the focal point of the conference, whether you have a team there or a school there or not. Right. Right? You're not going to put it in San Francisco. That or I would tell you to rotate it around the conference. Do it in Seattle. Do it in Portland. Do it in... Do it in Boulder. Do it in Boulder. Um, But in all uh, seriousness. Do it in Salt Lake City one year, like... You can't do it everything you want to do. You can't do it in Las, in Las Vegas. Yeah. You just yeah. can't. The Pac-12 basketball tournament should have always been in Los Angeles. It, it, it's really just it's unnecessary there are damage. Wildly intelligent people who have zero business acumen. Uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's crazy to me. It It's crazy to me. Uh, Curtis. Uh, says Memorial Day, we, we will also be a memorial for the Pac-12. Uh, I, I hope not. I, I know I'm one of the few, but I'm not hoping for the Pac-12 to fail. I'm truly not.
0: Yeah, I just think it's, it's, I don't know. I'm like ESPN. I'm a little indifferent. I love the conference on the field, but, you know, again, I wouldn't hate seeing Oregon and Washington in the Big Ten. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, I, mm, I nope. Mr. Monkey. Sampson has always been a great coach. Yes, he has. Just got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Matt Hartley, does Kansas have Does Kansas have lose to 16-seed energy? They don't. What do you mean? Yeah, what are you talking about, bro? I think Bill Self, hopefully he's healthy. Um, but I think Bill Self has done a lovely job. Continuing, Bill Self at Kansas is exactly what Kentucky wants to be, but they're not. A basketball program at a basketball school that has not suffered because of one and dones Carolina struggled with it. Duke certainly has struggled with it. Kentucky struggled with it. Kansas has not. Right. Bill Self has done a lovely job. Has he been in trouble? Yes. Has he always done it the right way? Apparently not. But Bill Self's a guy you want to hire if he's available. Yeah. Has Illinois been the same since he left? They haven't. He's he is iconic as they come. And I don't think Kansas is going anywhere. Yeah. I I think Kansas, I don't know why there's all this Kansas to another, like again, Spangler, what are you talking about? The sec is a better fit. I have no idea why you would want to go to the sec. It's a horrendous basketball conference. In my opinion, like Alabama, occasionally once in a while. But I mean, if you look at, yeah, we've gone over this Uh, sec needs another Vanderbilt. Kansas fits that bill. So, okay. wait, let me get this right. How is Kansas another Vanderbilt? They're not. To Masta. Uh, oh, it's back to the basement if Kelvin leaves. It is. I think that's true. Uh, Jansen, when will we get details about the RSL game on June 10th?
0: Everyone's asking about this, bro. It's May 17th, man. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, we've got, like, weeks to go still, bro. Like, I, I love you guys, and I'm not even mad about it. I'm just saying, like, dude, you will probably get details a week to 10 days before.
1: Yeah. I mean, we are... E- I haven't even printed the t-shirts that we're trying to get printed yet. It's okay. Jill, settle down. It's okay. It's okay. We it's have okay. like 20 days. By the way,
0: Jansen, I replied to your DM of you asking me this last night. I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, let's let's settle okay. down. I we got are, uh, I got we are taking our uh, viewers to RSL versus MIFC on June 10th, uh, which is what Jansen's talking about. Um, and we are going to do it right. We are going to uh, have 15 of our viewers in the Zag Suites. Uh, for RSL versus MyFC, uh, not only do you get all the food and drink that you can eat (alcohol excluded), um, but you get an on-field experience where you get to go on the field for warm-ups uh, to watch RSL get ready to take on MyFC. You get a seat at midfield. You can go in and out of the Zag Club like it is going to be unbelievable. Uh, you're going to get a commemorative shirt. It's going to be a great night. You get VIP parking, VIP entry. Again, all the food in like in a gourmet buffet, by the way, not like burgers and dogs, a gourmet buffet, and uh, everything you can drink, excluding alcohol for absolutely nothing, just for watching the show. And how do you join us? It's, it's not difficult, friends. All you have to do is go and see our good friends at Big O Tires in American Fork. We were there this morning. Ryan's got my, uh, my Grand Cherokee. Uh, my guy, Ryan, at Big O Tires and American Fork, he's doing an oil change on it, and he's putting a ceramic tint on it. Go, baby. And it was really nice to talk to Ryan this morning because he was he was talking to me about different levels of tin. And I told him, I, I essentially want Hank blacked out. Like, I don't want anybody to be able to see in. He's That's like, right, hey, team. darkest I can do up front is 30, but we can black it out all the way out, uh, around. Like, just walking me through the process quickly. It's already it's already done. He's only had it since about nine. Did an oil change in tint in less than six hours. Like the guy just gets it. The service is amazing. And I know a lot of people hear Big O Tires and like, oh, that's just a place you go to buy tires. Oh, contraire, you go to Big O Tires to get all of your car care needs met. Whether it's putting a lift kit on, we were talking about my Jeep, my Rubicon. Um, we're gonna bring it there to get an alignment because we had a fi- a spring issue. It's sitting at two o'clock. He's like, yeah, no problem. Bring it by. I'll take care of it. Like you name it. He can do it from oil changes, you know, tune ups, rotations, tires, wheels and tires. His selection of method racing wheels, fuel racing. Like they're just every wheel you could ever want. Big O tires and American Fork. You tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Oh, by the way, you want instant access. And I think we only have what? Four spots left. Four
0: left. We have to do an audit. We've had
1: so many people go in there already. Four spots left. All you have to do is go get an oil change. You're instantly in. Go buy buy a set of tires like Riley O'Brien and his friend did. You're instantly in. That's all you got to do. Oh, you don't want to do that. Okay. Well, you could also go to Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road or St. George and just have lunch at Super Chicks. Send me a picture of it. Send Jake a picture of it. You can DM us. You can tag us on Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. (laughs) If you go to Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden. <laughs> now, again, I've told you at Super Chicks, Riverdale Road in Ogden or St. Saint, uh, Saint George, and it's grand opening in St. George, go kick ass. All my St. Jeezy folks, please go in, give Super Chicks a shot. I'm telling you it's the last time you'll ever use a chicken sandwich from anywhere else because once you eat a Super Chick sandwich, you're never going back. Right. You, you're you're going to eat there all the time. Never mind that all of their produce is fresh cut in-house every day. The pickles, the tomatoes, the onions, the the lettuce, tomatoes. I am a a guy that goes with the the deluxe chicken sandwich. That's a beautiful soft (coughs) bun. (coughs) Lettuce, tomato, onion, extra pickle, and a big juicy chicken breast. See, everybody else is using thighs right now. No, no, friends. At Super Chicks, they use chicken breast.
0: Now, if you want the real hookup, you're going to get the Bacavo yeah, you're, sando. Stop. It's See, the you best do, one on the menu, Why do you do dude. this? It's the best one on the menu, But why dude. do
1: you do this? It's not. You got. Don't, he's a liar. Don't <laughs> listen to him. Get, get the deluxe. Get the deluxe. The kimchi right now is unbelievable. The, why do you? What? It's the truth. It's not. It's not true. <clears throat> Super Chicks, Riverdale Road, Nocton dinner in St. George or go hook it up. At Big O Tires and American Fork, they are your presenting sponsors for our Claret and Cobalt Summer Concert Series. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, RSL MYFC on June 10th uh, with the Monty Program. Uh, let's see, what are you guys into right now? Um, hmm, hmm, Jansen. Uh, they did an amazing job on my brake pads. Love that. Let's go Jansen. Love that, baby. Go, baby. Truck stop Gumby says dark tint to protect baby Yoda. Don't start trouble.
0: No, it's it's uh, to protect the uh, PXG clubs, man.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Three tee times this this weekend, dude. It's going down. We're Fra- playing a full tournament this weekend, dude. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm playing. We. Oui. I am oui. playing rounds of golf. You're busy. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm yeah, not. You are. Okay, fuck you. Husband. Uh you're busy. You know. Uh, but, yeah, I love my dark tent. Clint Mose says, 84, like 459 watching. Where is the program? What do you mean? What do you? Yeah, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. 90 likes. If you guys could hit the like button, that would be amazing. Hook it up. Uh, more of your comments on the uh, Pac-12. Uh, Tanner says, you said Phoenix and Vegas are getting MLS teams. I was just asking where you heard that. I never said that. I said I think Phoenix is getting a team. I don't know if Vegas is getting a team. Uh, Bryce Martin, tampering has gotten worse in college football since NIL. Way worse. Way worse. And this is something, by the way, if you're a BYU fan, (laughs) I'm telling you, BYU has some real issues right now. The the NIL process at at BYU is as broken as it's ever been. Yes. And they were, remember with the Bilt Bar deal, they were like way out in front of everybody? Yeah, those days are gone. Those days are gone. Look at my guy, Drew. All
0: caps right there. Look at my guy supporting me in my take. Look at uh, this. The Bacabo is absolutely
1: the... the you, Drew. See, okay, moving. Yeah! Um, <laughs> on. Dude, look at my guy, Drew. The bacavo is the absolute best sandwich there. Dude, couldn't agree more.
0: I'm so bricked up right
1: now. Okay. Couldn't agree more, dude. Okay, Drew, you want to be like that? You want to say hurtful things on the show today? Team Bacavo. Hashtag Team Bacavo. Team Bacavo. Yeah, Team Bacavo. Stop. And Donuts. Talking about Mexico market, Boise State has one of the few Hispanic head coaches. Also, it was just announced the possible direct flights to Mexico. Coincidence? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Amlin Train, who puts kimchi on a sandwich? Dude, I said the same thing, and trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Go Tigers. Go Black says, one of the truths about the Pac-10 struggle is a lot of school administrators don't care. They especially believe a lot of the basketball and football do not belong in their little safe spaces. Well, but I think when you say to any school administrator, hey, bro, you want $50 million more a year? Oh, Oh. we suddenly start to care. And the other issue is the corporate dollars that come in through sports. Like it's I don't know where you find that. Bob, stop. Kimchi and dim sum. Oh, real authentic dim sum in Chinatown, San Francisco. Forget it. I'm so about bricked it.
3: up right now.
1: Forget about it. Uh, I am, I'm Immaculate. Says, I would love to see MLS come to Phoenix. Sad to see the Coyotes are likely going to leave, but MLS in Phoenix could be huge. I don't think the Coyotes are likely to leave. I think they left already. Yeah. Uh, You've has been
0: driving away. If
1: you missed it the um, fine residents of Tempe Arizona <coughs> uh, raised another middle <coughs> finger to the NHL because they voted down and roundly voted down ballot measures to provide funding and approval for a new uh, arena and retail mixed use residential as well development. For the Arizona Coyotes, who will now soon be the Salt Lake City Miners,
2: How about that?
1: Because you can't tell me that Ryan Smith isn't holding his breath here.
2: Catch me outside. How about that?
1: I have to think he is. Has to be. Is is Salt Lake City an NHL market?
0: Yeah, I think it's a could support an NHL team, absolutely. I think that the NHL is, 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 a, is a proposition for a market that I think – you know, requires a fan base to be plugged in. And, and if there's one thing I can say about really sports fans in general in Salt Lake is that they are plugged in. I mean, you have a lot of, you know, you have a lot of markets, Phoenix being one of them that just don't care. I mean, you, you, whether you're talking about, you know, the D backs or, I mean, the Cardinals, obviously it's the NFL. So you're going to get more fans there just because of that. But I maintain that Cardinal fans are casual into themselves. Like, you know, you look at Phoenix, and it's just like the Suns, because they're winning, are one of the most uh, supported organizations there now. That's but, right. But that's I look right. at the NHL in Salt Lake City, and I say, okay, great. So if you put this thing, let's say just as an example, an NHL team came into the Maverick Center, where the Utah Grizzlies play right here in, in West Valley City, just outside of Salt Lake. If you put an NHL team here, I mean, you're going to have huge success because, again, you're going to you're going to have uh, another team that's right in the middle of everything, that people can come and support. And if you do some winning, fans in Salt Lake City have shown you, hey, we will support you. Uh, again, the youth struggled for a long time but still had good crowds. You know, you look at, you know, the Jazz suck this year. They did better than anyone thought they would, but they're still a bad team, not a playoff team. You know, picking ninth in the NBA draft, which we'll get to later in the show. Like, this is not a good team right now. You're still selling out what now is Delta Center like so fans are showing you they will latch on
1: if you bring the team yeah and i think this is a great hockey town you know being around the utah grizzlies quite a bit like the fans are passionate um you know and i i i think it's only a matter of time i i truly do look at all the people who turned out to see the stanley cup this year when the the utah grizzlies brought the stanley cup to town yeah it was a madhouse to get tickets for that so see kaufman uh one of those one of these times monty is going to hit jake upside the head for one of these comments. I mean Okay,
2: that's enough. Stop, please.
1: Come on. Come on. Please. Come on. And then it, please. It, you know. Then you get a guy like Drew like egging him on about the bacabo. And it's saying, just like, dude, what the are bacabo we doing? Bacabo is the best sando. What are we on the doing? Menu, bro? What are we doing? Stay hard. God, stop. You know. Uh Carson Wilcox. Uh season ticket holder for RSL. See you guys June tenth. Hey okay, Carson, Carson, look forward to go, seeing baby. you, man. Make sure you say hello. Uh Alan Train. I don't like or Alan Alan hello. Elaine Tran, I don't like kimchi. Okay. <coughs> uh, Alex also says, hey there, friends. Hello, Alex Chacon. Where you been, dude? Good to see you, man. The Big Lubbock says, algorithm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joshua Mose, bunch of stories about the NHL Coyotes moving to Utah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Stephen Steven Nash. Noise! I can't read today.
0: Bro, are you okay, dude? No. I, like, I know it's been kind of a. Uh, I guess a, I need a, a bacabo.
1: Yeah, you need a <laughs> bacabo. Yeah. Oh my god! Just like that. I oh. enjoy this show the best since the great Tim Brando show. Wow, Timmy B. I used to work for Tim Brando. Uh, immaculate. The real NIL. Uh, hello. The real NIL news of today is that the official that college football players are going to get NIL paid for their likeness in EA NCAA 24. Yes, they are. They can opt in or opt out. It's up to okay, them.
0: It's FBS players, though. Right? That was the that was the big the big thing, is that the EA stopped making this game for how long? Like I, I don't know Too how long. long, but like a long time. And they were officially able to go out and say, hey, these players can now request to be in the game. And I think I think the college football level game for EA has had a chance to just be iconic again because a ton of people want to play as their college football team it's yes. a much more personal experience than just being you know the chiefs in madden like it's it's different
1: yeah i agree uh salty drunk says preach the members link monty uh, yeah i mean you're always welcome you're, i'm terrible about this salty uh yes you guys are always welcome to hit the uh join button uh depending on your level of engagement you can join for a dollar which, which gets all your comments read some of the time, uh, you can join for nine ninety nine. That gets you access into our members' exclusive Instagram group, um, where Big Daddy Magic is losing his mind currently the over. is not over. Victor Wambanyama or you know, a bunch of dudes in there talking heat, talking well, it, it, Celtics.
0: Know, the new nomenclature is the Texas Tornado.
1: Yes, that's the, what after the draft lottery. Victor Wambanyama is the Texas Tornado. Kyle Victor's A. So yeah, hit the join button. Yeah. Um you can cancel anytime. It's a dollar ninety nine a month. It's nine ninety nine a month. It's totally up to you. Uh, we always support you uh, or appreciate your support on the show. Kyle, a BYU fans don't want UT in the Big Twelve because it's nine out of ten wins for Utah. Yeah, go Utes. I think BYU fans really want. Yeah, the BYU fans we talked to on the regular want Utah in, yeah, no doubt. Shake up DeLambo. had a random Comcast support guy. Uh, tell me, Utah is getting an MLB team. Utah is on the map these days. You're filling know. in for somebody. Yeah, you're filling in for somebody. Boom,
2: out of here.
1: You know. Um, you know, I, I, listen, I think we always speculate about MLB teams and uh, hockey teams and who's doing what and who's going where. And, and, and I really don't, again, this is my opinion. I don't know why we, why we like to speculate. When the facts are, you can go to Papa Murphy's Pizza and get a buy one get one free starting today. Like yes! I, I don't speculate. I simply go with what I know, and that is: and when you use the code get bogo starting today through Saturday, get bogo. Bogo. You get one when you buy one from Papa Murphy's Pizza. Yes. I'm already bucked up. Get bogo at Papa Murphy's Pizza, and I'm telling you guys. You got to hook it up because, as I tell you every single day on this here program, the marinara meatballs are worth the price of admission. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara.
3: And how do you do it, Dad?
2: How do I do it?
1: How do I do it? Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, make sure you download the mobile app and use the promo code GETBOGO to get buy one, get one free pizzas. Larger family size. Dude, the large is a massive amount of pizza. Yeah. You get two of those, you get leftover pizza for lunch tomorrow, like you will crush it. Buy one, get one free. Use the promo code GETBOGO at Papa Murphy's Pizza. I'm for real. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty, hour number one down. How's a quick hour? Thanks to everybody who uh, watched the show today. Thanks to all 114 of you that hit the like button. Thanks to all 1,700
0: of you. Wow. Bro, dude, you
1: see, this is what happens. This is what happens. And as
0: you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. Apparently,
1: I am going through some stuff. But thanks to all 1,700 of you that watched the show that hour. Let's keep rocking and rolling. Start it out by hitting the like button uh, on the Monty Show. The big three leg Texan, buddy's name is the big
0: three leg Texan. Gee, I wonder where he got that
1: name from. Hiscock. Hiscock says, "Preach it, Jake." Wow. I think that's hysterical. Uh, Joshua Mose says, "What are your thoughts on Pat McAfee?" Wow. Moving to ESPN. It's funny you bring that up because guess what our topic is right now? Let's go. Pat McAfee. The Pat McAfee Show is joining ESPN on what is alleged to be a $20 million deal. And some have estimated it as as high as a matching $30 million deal over five years. Dude, that's a lot of money. He walked away from 30 milli a year with FanDuel, who was his main sponsor. Yeah. But he has had Liquid Death, Bud Light, you name it, Pat McAfee has had sponsors, plus the 30 million he was getting from FanDuel. And then he had a baby, and then he figured out that being an entrepreneur is a real pain in the ass, because a lot of you may not know, and I am a daily consumer when somebody doesn't hog the TV and make me watch Jim Rome, uh, I am a daily consumer of the Pat <coughs> McAfee Show. And Pat has openly talked about the fact that his job his job got very difficult and that it was becoming a seven-day-a-week gig to hire people, to order equipment, build studios, do billing, all kinds of stuff, payroll, because Pat worked for himself. And so part of the reason he's going to ESPN is I'm sure it's, it, it, absolutely it's going to make his reach much larger. That's right, T but also because he doesn't have to change his show much. He is going to be on ESPN TV, ESPN Plus, and ESPN's YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, for everybody who said ESPN was dying and, you know, that they're only making $430 million a quarter (laughs) on ESPN Plus, now they bring over Pat McAfee, Jake, I think this is a win-win for everybody, but here's the question: How many of his YouTube followers and subscribers will go to ESPN to watch Pat McAfee?
0: Well, certainly, I think you know, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have some of that. I mean, that people are definitely gonna pay to to go and see him on ESPN, but I think the large swath of people, I I, I think will not. And, and and what's really interesting about this deal is the YouTube portion for ESPN. Yeah. I, I wonder. How often is he going to be on your YouTube channel? So is that like an everyday thing? Because if it is an everyday thing, why would I pay for ESPN Plus? Or are we going to get like, hey, Pat McAfee show Fridays on the YouTube channel? Like, you see what I mean? So like, you kind of have to find that balance if you're ESPN because YouTube was Pat's medium. And I think that that's a great challenge to have. If you've got to say to yourself, okay, do we want to put him on YouTube today or ESPN Plus or ESPN? Or where are we putting Pat today? That's a great problem to have make no mistake about it. but I think the tough part is for for ESPN is like okay, how do we get as many of those people from YouTube to come over to ESPN plus but also how many of those people that we would want to come to ESPN plus are already on ESPN plus. So what actually is the net uh, added subscribers to ESPN plus that ESPN is going to realize? I think that question is fascinating because if you listen to Pat McAfee, I would have no problem saying there's a decent chance you subscribe to ESPN Plus because you're a sports fan. You appreciate his show like you like you're in that world. So I'm curious. I mean, again, he's got millions of listeners
1: or viewers, right? Two million subs for the Pat McAfee show, nine million for ESPN on YouTube. And I think one of the things that you have to remember is he's making millions in YouTube money. Pat McAfee on his YouTube channel yeah. routinely has, I would say probably on the regular and slow season, 100 to 200,000 views a day. But then you go and you look at football season and Aaron Rodgers made his announcement about the Jets on the Pat McAfee show to half a million people watching on YouTube live. Yeah. how much money Pat McAfee made on that? It's tens of thousands of dollars on that one show. He's walking away from $30 million with FanDuel. I don't know what his Bud Light deal is, but there's a lot of people who believe that it is, it is eight figures, which is $10 million. That's $40 million. I mean, it's unbelievable the money that he's walking away from. I think he is probably walking away from north of $50 million. But that, for what? That he's making on his own YouTube channel. Yeah more time in his life. That's what he that's what he's giving money yes. up for. Yes. Because I guess at some point when you're making 30 million dollars a year instead of 50 60 million dollars a year because also don't forget he's on college game day, he's on you know like he's everywhere. But where is he not going to be? No nobody said he's going to be on ESPN radio. Notice that. Well, he's going to be on ESPN TV. He's going to be on ESPN Plus and espn's youtube channel but he's not going to be on espn radio that's really interesting and why is that because people don't listen to the radio anymore yeah people don't and youtube tells us we're top five percent globally of sports talk streamers like it's it's here it's not coming it's Mm. not sort of here Pat McAfee, in my opinion, and I would love to get your comments on it. I think Pat McAfee is the face of sports talk in this country, and he is a hundred percent stream. I I think it's, a, and we've talked about this at nauseum. I know with all of the 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 Pac-12 stuff, and I know that you guys are probably tired of hearing that, but I still maintain if the Pac-12 wanted to survive, they would have begged, borrowed, and stealed their way to Amazon Prime Sports. That I think that is the only avenue for them to survive, because it clearly has not worked at Apple TV. It is clearly not, MLS is suffering, they are dying on the vine at Apple TV. Mm -hmm. Yet you have Amazon Prime Sports, that's where they should have gone. Pat McAfee, I think it's absolutely brilliant. He's giving up, knowingly giving up tens of millions of dollars to get time back in his life, more time with his wife, more time with his new baby, and he doesn't have to pay employees. And he doesn't have to worry about equipment breaking. And he doesn't have to worry about facilities. He's just got to host a show every day. And then he's got to do college game day. And then he's occasionally got to show up at the NFL draft. And he's occasionally got to go out and do a, a big performance at a, at a bowl game. Yeah. And for that, he gets a ton of time back in his life. I think it's brilliant. I don't even, I don't even think it's questionable, honestly. I think it is absolutely the right thing to do. Having, as somebody who worked at ESPN... I can tell you it's a it is a tremendously, tremendously inspiring atmosphere to work in. Uh Uh-huh. So I I I think Pat is I think Pat is the face of I think he is the face of sports talk.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that there's no doubt he's a huge name. I mean I, I think the face of sports talk, yeah, he's one of the faces. I think for my generation, yeah, he probably is. You know, you enjoy him, but I think folks your age are still on Dan Patrick, you know, the older you know, rich but eyes. But see, in, I'm not.
1: Like, I'm not a Dan Patrick guy. My, no, no, yeah, yeah. My go to. I'm 50 years old on the dot. My go to is is Pat McAfee and Jim Rome. Mm-hmm. By the way, Pat McAfee says he's not going to curse on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Which I'll believe it when I see it because it quite literally is is every sentence has an f bomb in it. Every single sentence. Like I don't. That must be incredibly difficult. Uh, Maury Alvarez says getting paid more than the pack all by himself. Wow. No, wrong, you're no. wrong.
0: He's not wrong. You're not wrong. That's facts. I mean, I, and again, that's why I say, you know, and, and, and this conversation to me, I think has so much more to it than how it impacts the Pac-12. And and I think, you know, the the real crux of this conversation is that, you know, you, you get to certain levels in life, and I think I think Pac got to a certain level where he can say, yeah, you know, I'd like to make thirty million and have time with my family rather than making sixty and not have any time, you know. And I think that's, yeah, he earned that, you know, and, I, and yeah. I think people don't understand. I think people, a lot of people think our show is just like, hey, we show up and just turn it on. Or like, it's just some easy, fun thing to do. And yeah. it's not. I can tell you it's not. It is it is not.
1: I think people don't understand the grind of, uh, and I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. I think people don't understand the grind of doing a daily show. We do three hours every day, nonstop, and no breaks. we and we usually shoot three or four shorts for that day. Or and on top of that, we have business meetings and sales meetings, and you know, like we're writing proposals or contracts. And like, I mean, and on top of that, you're worried about studio space, or you've got to move here because you need more space. Or yeah, I mean, it's incredible how much goes into doing this every day. And then you get people who are like, you know, hey, pay attention to me. I left a comment and you didn't read it. Well, I get it. And I appreciate you guys being here. And, but I think people don't understand that this is not just some, you know, like everybody's like, oh, you guys do a podcast. No, we don't do a podcast. No, it's not a podcast. We, we don't do a podcast. We don't post once a month and that's only if we feel like it.
0: And we don't do audio only for an hour with Ray Anderson so he can bullshit his way
1: through an interview. And not ask follow-up questions. My point is... My point is we do three hours of talk because we rarely put guests on the show. Yeah, you notice we, that we, we rarely put guests on the show because we don't do Jimmy the writer. We don't we just don't we're not interested in that. We don't you guys can get Jimmy the writer on your local radio station. That's why they're dead. That's why they're they're. they're that's why Pat McAfee is on ESPN plus and not ESPN radio. Yeah, because radio's dead yep it it, there's no other way so
0: much to the point that new auto new cars coming out don't have am
1: radio it's tough dude it's it's very difficult it is it is very very difficult uh let's see jake jk marshall revenue split isn't profit Jeez, man what are you talking about revenue split yeah what do you mean i don't know what that means truck stop gumby isn't jim rome ready for medicare apparently not because he's still on CBS Sports Radio and CBS TV. And he's still getting paid a boatload of money to do it. Yes, he is. Uh Shannon says he will have thirty-five to forty K watching live on YouTube. He will. It's gonna but he doesn't care about that anymore because I I my guess is he's not trying to draw revenue through his own YouTube channel. And ESPN is, which is smart. You know, um, let's see. Rome needs Medicare after Chrissy Everett beat him up. No, he doesn't. I remember that though. Moth Prof couldn't EA avoid paying nil to players just by assigning points to each. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, now, who I, cares, not Moth yeah. Prof. I love you, dude. But that, like, well, now we're in the weeds, man. Uh, Keaton Critchlow, what's up, Keaton? Afternoon, Casuals. Ryan Fair, does that mean no more drinking and swearing? I think that's what that means. Yeah, I think that's what that means. Does Bud Light go away from the Pat McAfee show? You hope not, right? Um, we'll see though. But I do think that this is one of those things where when you hear Kurt Schultz say, well, the you know, these these uh, we'd have a deal done, but the optics. And he was clearly talking about ESPN. Yeah. Well, the optics of paying Pat McAfee between 100 and 150 million dollars aren't bad. You're you're telling me that's not bad. Oh, what are you but talking about, man? Paying the Pac-12 90 million dollars a year would be bad. No, it wouldn't. Apparently. Come on now. Come on. I mean, the NFL just laid people off the, day, the next day. They announced $110 million paycheck from Peacock. Yeah. What optics? I don't think people care about optics. I truly don't. Jeremy Callahan, radio stations around the nation run D and Jason made a, made a dedication. You guys remember doing dedications on the radio? I want to dedicate this to my girlfriend, Bianca. Oh, my God, Bianca! I love you so much. And you guys remember in high school, you'd like design a house on paper with your girlfriend or we're going to live in the perfect cottage on the beach in Maui. U.S. Americans. Our dog is going to be our dog is going to be named Bra. This is fucking America. And we're going to drink Mai Tais and Coronas. Bianca, I dedicate. You mean Bud Light. We're going to drink Bud Light and in some stuff and smoke weed and stuff together. Bianca, um, I, I dedicate um, this Bruno Mars um, song to you. You um, remember that? Like calling the see, local radio that's station? That's just not the way to go here, Karen. Uh, those were fun times. Uh, I don't listen to McAfee nor Rogan. Nothing personal. I used to listen to Joe Rogan all the time. Now I just don't have time. Now I don't have time. Um, Cougar tracks. Build it. They will come. I I largely believe that. Truck stop Gumby. I'm a Jake and Monty guy. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Jeremy Callahan, no sworn. What incarnation? Oh, what are you talking about, man? I probably cursed too much. What the fuck are you? Uh, notice I haven't cursed one time today. I, I just, I, I shouldn't be God, cursing. I, be fucking kidding. I shouldn't be cursing. CKS, mine was Paul James. Where is Paul? Who is Paul James? CKS, I don't know that. Buy McAfee a swear jar. Get rich. Seriously. There you go. He says he won't be cursing. He says he will not be cursing. So, you know. And Donuts gets us a $5 tip. Your hard work is appreciated. That's why I invented the Monty Show International Golf Fund. Well, I got to tell you, I appreciate the chip in there and Donuts because... We've got three rounds of golf. Oh, well, I do. Some, see why are you doing this? You're some, back to the same Some sack. people You're have back to oh, this.
0: Have I ever not showed listen, up? Hey bro, I can't I
1: can't I can't play. Have I ever not showed up? Because I gotta stay in bed for the skins game. Hey man. Do you know what the skins game is? Dude. He doesn't know what the skins Dude. game. Do you guys remember the golf skins game? Oh my God. So I said yeah. Uh, Jake's like, I gotta stay in bed for the skins game. It affects me. The Skins Game. The Skins Game used to be a hole by hole tournament. Oh, hole by hole. See, you're catching on. So the best His golfers cock. in the world would go to a golf course, and it'd be on TV. Each hole would have a dollar figure. So to bajo? Bu- no, I'm kidding. Uh, so the first, be, the first hole would be the first hole be five thousand dollars. Oh, nobody won it outright. Okay, it rolls over to the next hole, which is worth ten thousand, and you had the five thousand, and and it just adds so up. So it's and adds the up.
0: match with Phil and Tom.
1: Uh, essentially. Yeah, it's amazing. It was amazing, but it's also a sexual innuendo and I can, you know, have double entendre and stuff. Here I am. Jake's hanging out for the skins game. Quite literally, you know, but yeah, I, I am going to play three rounds of golf this weekend. Okay. If that's how you want to play. Fine. Jake and I are going to play three rounds of golf this weekend. Doesn't Friday, Saturday, Sunday, looking forward to it. I had a breakthrough at the driving range and donuts. So I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the uh, the tip end, Donuts. Yeah, Thank I you. just
0: don't think that people... It's tough, man. Like, I think... I can't tell you how many times people have been like, Oh, yeah, you guys do a podcast. And I think the tough thing with YouTube is people still think that YouTube is like this platform where it's like, Oh, yeah, there's podcasts and cat videos and random stuff. It's like, No, dude. you guys realize that YouTube is the number one live streaming platform in the world? But does anyone realize that? Like... I feel like people treat YouTube as like this casual
1: platform, and it's not. It really is not. And the thing that, that I say is we were talking about this today. We were talking about this today. Like we, we, when you guys send us pictures of you drinking Bucked Up, if you guys tweet us pictures like uh, uh, with a can of Bucked Up Miami, right? Yeah. That's awesome for us. That really helps us. And we were looking through all the, because we saved them, we were looking through all the pictures today and I was thinking to myself, man, we never had this kind of love on radio because on radio you have no, no idea how many people are listening to you. So for us, when you look at The Advocates or Barbecue Pit Stop or Bucked Up or Big O Tires or Papa Murphy's or Canyons Golf, like all the people we partner with, that means the world to them because they need people to come through their door. Radio doesn't do that, I cannot tell you how many advertisers we talk to are like, yeah, radio doesn't work anymore. What's different with you guys? And the sell is like easy because it just, it, it does not work. And it's, it's crazy to me how much you guys support the show. So we appreciate that. Jet Wayman, the Tao King of Utah. By the way, nice call on Denver last night, although we're going to have to have a talk about that. Uh, I'm going to miss the PMS show. I love how much they curse. LOL. <laughs> well, but what did Pat McAfee say? It's gonna look the same. He's not gonna put on a shirt. Pat does the show in a tank top every day. Um, he's not gonna, there's so many people who are like, oh, you sold out. Like, it was pretty amazing watching his sub, his subscriber count on his YouTube channel go down. That was a thing today. And people were saying that Pat was a sellout and he took a pay cut to go to ESPN. I don't know if that's being a sellout. But you know what, Jet, I think you're right. The tone of his show has to change. Because you can't curse anymore. You can't call people names. You know, like he routinely, asshole is one of his favorite words. Like, you can't say that on ESPN TV. You can't. And when you've met with Bob Iger, my guess is that, yeah, you're probably going to do some selling out. Yeah. And you're probably going to do some corporate dude stuff. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, it Jet, I'm I'm with you because... And I really try, cause I'll hear maybe once a month now. Hey, man, you guys curse way too much. Like my wife's in the car or my son's in the car, and we take that seriously. When you guys say, "Hey, I wish you wouldn't curse," you notice today I haven't cursed because Pat McAfee said today yeah, I'm not gonna be able to curse anymore. <coughs> so maybe it's not the right thing to do. Uh huh. You know, maybe maybe it's just not the right thing to do. I don't know. Ruffs official Bud Light can't afford to sponsor anyone anymore. Why would why do you say that? That's absolutely not true. Uh, Mark Hale, no cursing. I think I heard some swears. We'll find out next fall when Pat moves to ESPN. Um Mothpaw, remember rewinding your tape with a pencil. Yes. Yeah. You know the funny thing about this retro conversation? I've been listening to Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and Van Halen. On like a, I made a playlist on Apple Music. So good. So good. Uh, Jeremy Callahan and Donuts L O L talking about the Monty Show International Golf Fund. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby, Art Bell and George Norrie for late night. Yeah, those are my dudes. I know those guys, per- or knew those guys personally. Uh, Big Dog town Flintstones more modern than radio, ouch. And radio has its has its place, but I think the frustrating part is, and again, we've told you this, this is not a secret, like every radio station in Salt Lake City has asked us to come and join their lineup. Like, hey, come work for us, come do your show here, like, Totally get it. The reason we do not do that is because it's not 24 7. People don't digest content on the radio the way they do on video. And all of them are like, yeah, you have to leave your YouTube show behind. Well, okay. Good luck.
3: Don't play intramurals, brother.
1: Good luck. Can't do it. Uh, Mark Hales, uh, you and I play different skins games. Hey now. Hey now. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Uh, Cks. Oh my! I guess I'm old. You don't know Paul James. I do not know Paul James. Should I know Paul James? Uh, say it with me. Endo nuts. This is exactly right. Uh, Gary. He's going to be turning pages with Paige. That's why Jake's not going to golf with his old man he can't anymore. Turd. Doesn't have time for his dad anymore. Um. You know. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't know if. Uh, yeah. I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to uh, answer that. To be honest. Um. I dog down a hallway, I guess. So don't question. Jim Choi, Monty's going to play some military golf. I don't know what that means. What is military golf? Lopes fan, Gabe, what is it called when you win more than three skins but fewer than five skins? I believe it's called four skin.
2: <laughs> no,
3: I'm not doing that.
1: Gabe? Gabe, please. Oh, uh, that's why Gabe's the best. Um, Holsey. I know women who get a swear jar because they just had a baby. They fail miserably. Dude, raising kids is not easy. Not easy. Ryan Fair, you guys are a part of my dinner making time, 5 to 6 Eastern. My seven year old daughter wants bucked up energy drinks now. Let's go. Let's go, Ryan. Let's go. Give them to her for free. Give her. I'm telling you. Ryan, what's for dinner, bro? Yeah, what's for dinner tonight, by the way? I don't eat dinner anymore. Yeah, you're on this weird thing i don't well because i'm never hungry uh b says you guys are driving uh me casey some vibes today or rick d's weekly top 40. oh yeah and now it's time for the i don't know my husband died dedication with <laughs> deborah will, will you will you do the voice do the voice deborah lives, voice. Debra yeah, lives yeah. in tampa what voice the tanner voice I'm not allowed to, Tanner Tanner told me he hates me, and he never wants me to do the Tanner voice anymore. You just have to like snap out of it a little bit. Deborah wrote the show, Hey, guys, dear Casey, I love the show, and I wanted to do it dedication. iscock. my husband was run over by a I don't know a wheat processing machine on our farm um um. Um, and while I did find his penis, his body was shredded into a million little pieces. You know. So I couldn't bury him. I had to burn him like fire. Boom. Out of here. If you could play, <laughs> if you could play chariots of fire in his honor, I would be forever grateful. Your favorite listener, Deborah, in Miskatoon, Wasatch County. Alberta, Florida. What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Deborah, this one's for you. Chariots of Fire.
2: Listen, we're in in a
1: strange time. (laughs) Way back in my radio days. Chariots of Fire. That's the problem. You don't know what Chariots of Fire is. Anyway, um, the point is, back in my radio days, I actually had to play Casey Kasem on carts. Do you guys remember those plastic? You don't even know what a cart is. It's essentially an 8-track and all of his shows were like 20 carts high it was amazing so in 69 the magic number in the is 69 the magic number in skins game yes it is and you have to enter through the back door of the golf How club do so? um and yeah. so Enter the back door through the back door right okay uh there goes your no cursing show what did i curse no i did not curse did i curse i don't think so is penis cursing I didn't. Immaculate says, uh, I think Pat McAfee enjoyed being on college game day, so his partnership with ESPN means more of that. He will probably make up the decrease in pay for the show by doing other things. I would think so. Uh, Christopher Shannon, what about uh, Iowa's impersonation like Notre Dame former coach Lou Holtz? I can't do a Lou Holtz. No. I know. Uh, Immaculate. Uh, Immaculate says, Guns N' Roses, yes, please. Listen. Listen. If you are – no, I'm not doing it. I'm not, not I'm not question. I'm not gonna ask you guys to put your favorite Metallica 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 Your favorite Metallica songs or your favorite Guns N' Roses song in the comments. I'm not gonna do it. Monty Ran, I appreciate that you guys curse much less than in the past. I enjoyed the show more with less cursing. Some shows two plus years ago were too much for me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Jacob Delambo. Sick court side of an NBA game and cursing is all you hear. Correct. Correct. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby, Row Tide. R-O-E. Row Tide. Row Uh, Tide. Row Tide. I know it's only one game, but I could almost smell the ribeye. Stop it. Uh, Bishop Monty, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy McAfee. Uh, In God's (laughs) name, image, and likeness. Jim Joy says, military golf equals left, right, left, right. Dude, I ain't left, right, left, right guy anymore. I'm not hitting the wall on the wall course. On the wall hole at the course, I'm telling you. We're actually playing like a real golf course this weekend. Yeah. Which I can... um, Glenmore. Glenmore. Playing Glenmore this weekend. Can't Uh, wait for Canyons open at the end of the month, by the way. Moth Prof. Y'all are related? Nah, bro. Nah, not at all, dude. Nope, nope. No relation here. You know, it's funny. We... We met through kind of an odd relationship. Jake's mom's a lot lizard. Yeah. Um, yes. And I was her Uber driver. And it just kind of worked out. Um,
0: Waves in opposition.
1: Okay. Uh, truck stop coming. <laughs> Pizza. Yes, I'd like pizza. Mr. Preston, Metallica was the first concert I went to when I was 15. Good times, by the way, Dallas traffic sucks. Well, I
0: mean, what did you expect? It's yeah. Luca Town, dude. Like, what did you think? It was going to be nice? Yeah. My name is Luca. It's not Victor Town.
1: Um, Metallica. In high school, I saw Metallica, I want to say once at the Rosemont Horizon. And then I can't remember in Wisconsin, there's a, there's a concert Wisconsin. venue. dancing. But Metallica's amazing. But this
0: would, whole, this whole uh, work-life thing, I think, is a really interesting part of Pat's thing. Pat's situation. Mm-hmm. The work-life balance. Like, having the time to go to Metallica concerts when you want to. You know, like, like I think it's a really being interesting this, proposition. Being off
1: this Friday to play golf.
0: Really interesting proposition. Like, honest to God, one but, of our weekly conversations mm-hmm. Please is, go ahead. is, are we going to take Friday off to play golf, or are we going to play golf and still do the show? Right like those are those are some of the things because the the thing you got to remember is when it's not football season that's when you have to get your time off. Everyone wants to rip on Jim Rome. What Jim Rome do last week took a week off for his son's graduation because
1: he can yes
0: right like you have to have time.
1: I think like Mrs. Monty has to go back to the office now dude by the way. How many of us work from home? But this is but this is a real thing in this Pat McAfee thing. The reason we're talking about this on the Monty show presented by the advocates. And I want to get your thoughts on this because are you guys happy in your job? What you're doing for a living? I'd love to get you in the comments. Let's hit the like button. Let's get the comments rolling. Um, Are you happy in what you're doing? Because I think this Pat McAfee thing is a real conversation. And I, I'm, I'm curious, like, my wife has to go back to the office. Have you guys thought about that? Um, in 15 seconds, we're going to read your comments, and I'll tell you why going back to the office I think is absolutely vital.
3: Getting knocked around in an accident is awful. That's why you need someone to look out for you. Call the advocates for your free consultation, and we'll keep you from getting knocked around. Yes.
1: The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, TheAdvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business where you never pay a consultation fee or a retainer. You never pay anything until The Advocates win your case. So you have nothing to lose. Workman's Comp, I promise you, they are. I think they are the best workman's comp in the business. Go check them out right now. TheAdvocates.com, UtahAdvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free, 24-7 at the advocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. So let's talk work-life work, work, life balance. The issue is, is that for us, we work 12-hour days. I get up at 5 a.m. like this morning. Here's my day so far. Um, I was awake 12 hours ago. At 4.29 this morning, I had to go to the bathroom. Um, tossed and turned until 5 o'clock. <coughs> And then (laughs) Mrs. Monty and I got up, she did a Peloton bike workout. I did a Peloton tread workout and did some stretching and weight training. Um, You blink and it's 6.15. And I know that Jake's gonna be at my place at 7.30 after he's done with the skins game. So so from, you know, 6.30, 6.15, I'm I'm drinking. Uh, I'm trying to get the rest of my water down. I'm eating a protein bar. You know, I go take a shower, like now it's 7.30. I'm trying to get down to American Fork, then I'm trying to get up to the Maverick Center to prep the show and do the show, and now all of a sudden it's 4.30, and I'm not gonna get home for three more hours at a minimum. So I'm gonna be gone 12 hours, and I will be working 14 hours, and then maybe tonight I'll have time to go to the driving range. That's a tough grind. And now my wife has to go back to the office, her company is mandating that she spend time in the office, so now she's got to commute downtown Salt Lake City. And I, so I hear this Pat McAfee story. Now, Pat's in a different tax bracket than me, myself, and I. Pat's making $30 million, which, man, that'd be great if I made $30 million the rest of my life, frankly. Um, but I think it is one of those things where I think work life balance is hugely important. And I think, you know, I know a ton of people that are retired. Um, I know a ton of people that are real estate agents who are massively struggling right now. Like I know a full dichotomy of of people that work. And I think it's really hard to find your place in life. And, and I think guys like Pat McAfee, I actually applaud him for that. Yeah. Because he's doing it his way. Keaton Critchlow. I work from home and I refuse to go back into the office. I would entertain a hybrid position though. And I think that's what most people, one of the things I miss about working at Yelp Yelp said, we're never gonna bring you back to the office. You're more productive at home, let's leave you at home. Like that was Yelp's philosophy. And I think Yelp also knew we have tens of millions of dollars a month in rental payments around the globe. We can reduce that and put that money into other places. But you have massive companies like Tesla or Twitter with Elon demanding you work in the office 100% of the time. I just don't think that's realistic anymore. Yeah, and I think
0: the problem is people have other options. So if you demand that, you're going to lose people.
1: Yep, Brandon Butler, I dig what I do. I won't be rich, but I can sleep at night. Amen to that, dude.
0: But I think Amen that's the question, that. isn't it? Like, so how much are you willing to put in? You know, before you're like, yeah, I'm done with this. I just want a nine to five, and I just want to go and make my hundred G's a year, or whatever. You know, that's and, right. And and play some golf and do some things like. You know how how willing are you to like? Because again, our story. And I know you know a bunch of you've heard this before. You already know this, but for the new people in the room, like, you know, we worked at Yelp for for uh, almost three years, two and a half years. Made insane money at Yelp. I made the most money, money I've ever made in my life in Yelp at Yelp, and I loved it until the end when I got burned out and we were like, all right, cool. We're heading into another year. where We both feel burned out. Like, how can we, what are our options? What can we do? Or is it just, Hey, don't be burned out, which is kind of the Genesis of, Hey, how do we take this thing to the next level? So then it's like, all right, cool. So like, if you're in your nine to five, bro, like, how do you not get burned out? How do you keep that semblance of happiness? And I think the work from home thing is a big deal because again, what's the real magic of work from home? Well, like at Yelp, if you close, let's say you close three deals, right? Your sales at Yelp, you close three deals before lunch. You don't have to work the rest of the day. What are they going to do about it? Right? Because you've already met your performance metrics. You, if you have a good relationship with your manager, then you're protected. Like you're in a good place, but you couldn't do that if you did work in the office because you're in person, you don't have a choice. You have to be there. You're going to get in trouble. So that's why I think people like work from home a lot is because it's like, hey, if I get my work done early, I can leave. But that wasn't an option in the office. If you said to someone, hey, dude, as a as a just as an umbrella rule of thumb, if you do X, you can leave whenever you would be amazed how fast the productivity would go up.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. DeLambo says uh, I used to work 80 hours a week, finally down to 60. Glad to hear it. Uh, Ryan Fair, my company is actually selling their office because they want to promote uh, work-life balance. That's huge. I don't
0: know huge. what we would do if we didn't work so much. Like It would be weird for us, I feel like, because we work so much.
1: I don't know what I would do. Uh, Cougar Vibes does. He said, I'm retired. It's hard some days. Good vibes. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right, man. I think it is. Mm. Uh, Jeremy Callahan tells Keaton Critchlow, hybrid isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. Can be the best of both or the worst of both. Yeah. I think we're going to find out because I think it's the way of the future. Uh, Victor's the way says, what time is the NBA talk sponsored by Salty? One hour from now. Okay, see,
0: that's a veteran. That's a veteran account that right there. That is a veteran account. That.
1: <laughs> that's about I don't know, probably 40 minutes from now. Alex Chakal and Monty, what do you think about Chelsea being? Stop. Dude, you're killing me.
0: Alex, please. Alex? I mean, is the RSL not enough soccer on the you show? Know, the have I, I, I've gone like the mine.
1: entire hour and 36 minutes without one curse word. I apologize to that. And then you bring up Chelsea. And I'm supposed to continue that? At least we got, you know, Poch- Pochettino, Pochettino Mama. I don't even like the guy because he coached, my at- ass. Com. he coached at Spurs. But he's better than what we have. Yeah, take it. See ya. Declan Rice is fine. Declan. His name is Declan. He's good he's a good footballer. Yeah. Whatever. We eaten uh, big bad brass balls. I'm retired and it sucks. Why does it suck? You come do my job, I'll take your money and retire. Uh, Tom working in an office makes me more productive, I'm sure of that. Ooh, really? That's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh E Norman Stitz. I'm sick but still tuning in, appreciate that. Arlington Bears, what's up, Chris? Good to see you. Wisconsin concert venue was Alpine Valley. Yes, sir. Okay, what are we talking about? Metallica. Oh, okay. Yeah. From the good old, uh, you know, from the good old high school days, I went and saw Metallica at Alpine Valley. It was so good, so good. And then Stevie Ray Vaughan died there. Two, been working from home for twenty years and would never go back. Three, going to retire in five years and grow my real estate portfolio. Let's go. It's funny, somebody was asking us about what we thought about real estate today. Got to have it in your portfolio, man, but you better know what you're doing. Yeah. Because, like, if you're um, picking up property um, right now, you have to really be smart of where that property is. Like, it's a whole thing. Chris is a real estate expert. So, yeah. Tanner, uh, honestly, I do feel like that character, dude, I haven't. Now we're bringing up characters. Mike Phillips, I like working from home because my dog is here. Yep. I want to bring my dog in. Everybody at Maverick Center brings their dogs in. We might bring Rhino to the show one day. Okay. He's not going to live forever. Nate Davis, I have two jobs and I don't love it every day of that. I can't do what I want to do right now because I'm working on it. But I and I I think this is really important. If you are if you're working two three jobs, that better be for a reason. Like it it it, it you, you need to be building for something. Yeah. And if you don't know what Acorn Investing is, Acorn Investing. If you're working three jobs, it's meant for you. You should go check that out. Big dog. Uh, I like my job, however, can't do uh, my type of job from home. I hear that. Truck Stop Gumby. I just want to find a job where the government can't consider me an essential employee again. Ooh. Brady Cook says you would golf. Yes. Yes. I I said to Jake today, it's all I want to do. I'm with you, dude. I I want to as well. Can't wait to go to Hawaii in the fall to golf. Little Jizzy. Jazz should pick VW with the ninth pick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if he's available, you know, you know. Uh, it's fine. Jacob DeLambo, VW, was always going to the Spurs. Just ask Tony Parker. Okay, so Jake called this last night. This is yeah. – did you guys – and do I have this picture on my phone? I think I, think, I put it in. You put it in. Yeah, I put, I'm pretty sure I put it in. I've heard that about you yeah, in the Skins, skins game. game. You put I'm very it in.
0: successful in the Skins game. You yeah. know. Um, yeah, sure. So
1: Jake, Jake, last night, we're watching – here it is. Right there. Jake, last night, we're watching the draft lottery. On the TV here in the studio. After the show. And Jake's like, the Spurs are going to win. I'm like, what? And we have a joke between us when he says something dumb. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get through the day or something stupid like that. (laughs) So we joke and we laugh. And he's like, no, seriously, I saw the Spurs logo on the bottom envelope. I'm like, shut up, dude. And so he grabs him and and rewinds it. And look what he found. Oh... Jake saw well, well, well. on the last envelope in the stack. This is the dude walking the envelopes up to the podium. Look at that big, shiny Spurs logo on the bottom envelope. And Jake's like, the Spurs are going to win. Oh, uh, And you so know? I tweeted out that picture and immediately people are like, oh, the fix is in. Well, dude, they've known for a week. Yeah, bro. Infowars.com. The accounting firm is supposedly.
0: Allegedly.
1: The only one that knows. But I have it on good information that. Some other people knew, right? Because how did, how did a certain NBA insider have Victor Wambanyama in a Spurs uniform with a graphic ready to go as soon as the pick was announced? InfoWars.com. I'm saying if you're in the know, you're in the know, yo. You're in the know. What the
2: fuck are you, Ranger Rick?
1: Apparently. Uh, Jimmy Autzen says, I work 80 hours a week in an olive uh, on Pizza Factory. Can't stand it, Jimmy. So, I'll see, in an olive on pizza factory. So, all he does is put olives on pizza. So, he deals with Satan's (laughs) Uh, giblets. Why would you want to handle
0: Satan's balls all day, dude?
1: You know. Like, why? Jansen, uh, I work at Walmart as a sophomore in college. It's terrible. I'd rather work from home if it was possible. Okay, well, what do you want
0: to do? What's your, I mean, what do you do? See, and
1: here's the other thing. If you want to work from home, you can work from home.
0: Yeah, we got to have a talk about this, dude, because the Walmart angle, it's a weak sauce. There's plenty of other things you can do
1: that allow you to work from home. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's absolutely the truth that you can work from home. All right. For 40 minutes past in the second hour, if you're just tuning into the show, the biggest stories of the day are brought to you by our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop, the best barbecue equipment in the business. See, when you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, you need to say to yourself, best barbecue equipment. Hey, where can I get the best barbecue equipment? Barbecue Pit Stop is where you get... Traeger, Big Green Egg, Camp Chef, Yoder, and everybody says, oh man, Barbecue Pit Stop, how's their brisket? Do they have good steak fries there? Well, they do, but see, Barbecue Pit Stop's not a restaurant. It's a barbecue equipment store, and they're phenomenal. Love those guys. We bought our Traeger there. A lot of our listeners have gone and bought their smokers there, but the number one thing I think that people buy from Barbecue Pit Stop is all the different accessories like rubs, sauces, seasonings, spices. Pongs, because every man needs a good set of yeah tongs, tongs right so you can get all that you can get your your floor match you can get your your smoker covers any flavor of pellet or a pellet for your smoker i'm telling you right now cherry boom you get the drums on the because nobody on this show eats flats uh at least not like the fully grown adult men who really you know, a freaking man. have matured physically um we eat drums that's all you we do.
2: are not
1: drums. and we don't joke about being out of ranch dressing at lunch today because we know that typically that raises your level of mortality the lie detector test determined that was a lot. because we'll break that ass in half right so he thought it'd be funny to joke today oh we're out of ranch bro because no he knows i like to dip my cantaloupe in ranch Can't back down and i'm like hey can you grab the ranch he's like we're out of ranch bro Almost had to call Victor Wambanyama. Um, Anyway, the point is, uh, you can get your ranch, but you can get your cherry pellets for the smoker. If you have not done a ribeye or uh, a brisket or ribs or brats or wings with cherry pellets.
0: Well, when Jet Wayman pays his
1: bet with a ribeye. Well, because the Lakers are going to win that series. I think we learned that last night. Yeah, Uh, We'll do it on a video of Jet coming to my house and cooking my ribeye on my smoker. The dynasty is not over. Yes, it is. Anyway, the point is, you can get all that at Barbecue Pit Stop, the best barbecue equipment in the business if you happen to be in the great Strait of uh, Utah, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, Payson, the brand new store, in a butcher shop, the finest cuts of meat. Payson, how about the Jeezy just had their grand opening? What's up? Where's everybody in St. George these days? Hit us up, say hello. And of course, our good friends on State Street in Murray, which is the store we routinely shop at. It's barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. Chat with them online, order online. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty show. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says flats and blue cheese for the win. No, oh, no. Jeremy? Kiss my listen, butt. you say these mean things. And it's, Jeremy, it's uncalled for.
2: You're filling in for somebody.
1: Right? Like, it's un, there's no reason to say hurtful things. Boom, out of here. Like, be nice to people. Don't say hurtful things like, Flats and blue cheese. Victor's the way. Nobody does that. God. You know. Um, What did you say here? Ordering a selection. Order selection for four years at AFS. What's AFS? Ruin my hand for the rest of my life doing that job.
0: Amazon Fulfillment Services?
1: I don't know what that means. Uh, C. Kaufman. I'm an avionic technician. Ooh, you work at Top Gun. Big deal. Ooh, Ooh. Tom Cruise is my best friend. We hung out. And I was telling him, oh, hey, bro, you should try putting a canopy on that plane next time. (laughs) I've got one over here. It's used. It's used. $37.99, Tommy. You can put it right on top of the jet. Okay. Uh, I work 36 hours a week at a service center. Ooh, that's working. Uh, Tanner says, no ranch. Does that mean you guys had to eat blue cheese? No, come on. Uh, Kurt Myers, Jet ain't paying no bets. You two are delusional. Oh, Jet Wayman always pays his. Yeah, bets. dude, he pays his bets. Always pays. No his always, always. Little Jizzy, uh, thoughts on Lisa Ann? Do I? Am I supposed to know who that no, is? I don't know who that is, dude. Lisa. Oh, complete. The only thing I ask is that if if I search this and it's a porn star, I'm going to be annoyed. Uh, Twitter search of Lisa Ann. Yes, she's a porn star. Why? 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 Oh, this is a
0: Skins Game reference. Why
1: would you do that? That's what that is. How dare you?
0: See, that's a Skins Game reference right there. I'm a sucker.
1: Uh, DeLambo, nuggets in five with blue cheese on a side of fries, salted with LeBron's tears. What are you talking about, man? Nuggets, chicken nuggets in five with blue cheese on a side of fries. Salted with LeBron's tears. (laughs) Man, I can have 5.15. We are getting into it. I'm telling you. Uh, Ryan Fair, to wrap up the work from home, my kids are young and being able to be present for my kids is huge. Yes, it is. Good for you, bro. I've turned down 80% pay increase over flex I have from uh, work from home. My God. Yeah, dude. Uh, Alex Chacon, Monty, uh, Chelsea Stinks. (laughs) Dude's name is Declan. Why would you hire him? It's not nice, Alex. You're a douche. Truck Stop Gumby, she's not a porn star. She's retired. Oh, excuse me. Oh, man. Wow. Lisa Ann, the retired porn star. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. It's sort of a natural reflex. Maury Alvarez, Jet is nothing like duck season. That's exactly right. Nope. Jet Wayman is a man of integrity. Blue Cheese is disgusting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank Notice you. Notice they don't call it the blue cheese avo at Super Chicks. It's, it's the Bacavo, right? That's right. Bacon and ranch.
1: Raider Mark. she's a porn star who knows and plays fantasy football, has her own fantasy football show. Isn't that Mia Khalifa? Uh, I think. Because Mia was going to be on our show in Phoenix until she saw me, and she was like, wow, dude, you're way too hot. I couldn't. Obviously not. That's not what happened? No. Well, that's what you told me. Henry. Okay. My bad. Uh, Gary says Lakers in seven. Agree. Uh, Taylor says associated food services. I fill orders for Harmon's, Macy's, Kent's and other family owned businesses. Oh, I'm oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, got it. Uh, have you called the advocates for workman's comp? And uh, just saying best workman's comp attorneys in the business, the advocates. Why don't you? And I'm being serious. This I get this question all the time. Like I talked to a guy, and I'm not gonna say his name. I talked to a guy a month ago, I think, or whatever. His job is soldering. And he solders components and stuff for forklifts at a major corporation here in Salt Lake City. And he has numbness in his fingers now. I think that's HIPAA. And he says, he told me, hey, it's because I was leaning on the edge of a platform, I guess. I guess he puts stuff on this platform and welds it or whatever. Um, but he was leaning on it, and he leaned on it so often and so regularly that it stopped a nerve in his hands. And so he was like, I don't know. Is that workman's comp? I'm like, I don't know either. Call the advocates. Um, but you should seriously, you, seriously, my man, you should reach out to the advocates. And, and um. if it's not, you have nothing to lose. And I think people think I'm joking. Like, you have absolutely nothing to lose Advocates.com, chat with an attorney live online 24 7. Yeah. They say no, they say no. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, retired porn star. You mean like Kim Kardashian? Oh my God. Damn. Damn. Dog.
0: Tom Brady's getting it in.
2: (laughs) Okay.
1: What? Tom Brady's getting it in.
0: Yeah, Skins game.
1: What? (laughs) What? What's the problem? You shut your mouth. What happened? Jett Wayman, LOL, I always pay my debts. I won't have two this time because the Nuggets are winning. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, Mr. Preston, hey, Jake, goldfish are crackers. Just Preston, <laughs> bro,
0: let me live it down, dude. Let me live it down, okay? Yeah, and the Timberwolves, they
2: dominate <laughs> yeah. the East. Filling in for somebody. Boom, out of here.
1: <sighs> oh, my God, that was amazing. Uh, Big dog, O town, draft, uh, drive forklifts for the biggest airbag company worldwide. Thirty four years, my dude. Damn, way to go. Gary says soldering with or without lead materials. Yeah, seriously. Um, Ryan Fair, breaking news: The Washington Commanders reached out to Kansas City and asked if dude was available for a trade. Uh, Jackson okay. Mahomes, I'm lost. I have no idea what we're talking about. Little Jissy, does Mont have a thing for Lisa Wilson? Like, tr- yes, yes, yes. I don't. Zach Wilson's mom. <coughs> she won't come on the show. I've asked her a thousand flipping times. No, no, no. But I, I, I don't like. Is she? What like, would be the ooh. first thing you would ask Zach Wilson's mom if she came on the show. Did you ruin your son's career? Yes, yes, yes. No, I, I think she is like is she hot like is it a hot no <laughs> I mean, I, I've i never thought about her in that way like oh no oh, oh. never thought about her in that way um, I think she's an interesting personality I would love to pick her brain you know I mean she she whatever her whatever she has in her DNA she makes athletes so um, Drew Christensen damn it now I want to get but I'm not even gonna say it say it no why because nobody Why eats picabos. Everybody gets say deluxe. It. No, I'm not gonna say it. say it. No, I won't. I will not say it. Come on, it. Uh oh. Uh, down. Hell. uh a uh, fuck it. Say it. No. <laughs> deluxe sandwich at it, it's Super Chicks. I'll say that. <clears> uh <throat> Delambo. Wait, is Tommy doing another undies promo with Hit, apparently him <laughs> and Kim K are doing an undies promo in the Skins game.
0: Yeah, look, it's not Skins, it's Skims for men now.
1: You know. <laughs> there was a rumor that Tom Brady and Kim K are dating. And most people I'm have shot so it down. bricked
3: up right now. But if
1: you missed the show yesterday, Tom Brady owns homes in, one of them is was in the Bahamas. Kim K wants to buy a house in that same neighborhood in the Bahamas. So she reached out to Tommy, who was like, all right, come. Why don't you come take a ride on my island? And that's every day.
0: Why don't you come take a ride on my island?
1: Touchdown. Uh, Gary says, any Northrop Grumman workers who work in Roy? What's up? What's up? What about Hooper? What's up? The great city of Hooper? Yeah, Hooper, Utah. Alex Chacon, she's kind of hot. I'd have to go. I haven't seen about Kim K. Did did Lisa Wilson block me? I haven't seen a Lisa Wilson Insta snap face video in. Okay, pulling out the old Instagram in some time. Lisa Lisa Wilson. Wilson. Life life according according to to Lisa. Lisa. No, No? she hasn't. She just. Yeah it it's far too like it's just far too much. She posts all the time. That was the other thing. Like you can't watch her story because you know. Uh, Brandon Butler, she's not Luca's mom, but she'll do. You know, Luca's mom is hot. Wilson's mom is mid. She does live in Draper. She
0: does yeah, live in Draper. Yeah, story's
1: wild. It is wild. Dude. It is uh, wild. I'm good. It is wild. Uh, Gary says, nah, Nashville hot. I'm t- See, Gary, I, Whatever. Am, I am wholly Caucasian. My wife yeah. loves hot food. Yeah. Like, if you give her the hottest curry, she's in all day long. You give her the hottest mole. She's in all day long. No, dude, I'm good. Just give me some bread and some guac. Good to go. And if it could be medium or or mild, actually mild. How about mild? Well, we might have one with hatch chilies. No, I'm good. Not guac. How about ranch? Give me some non-bread and ranch. That'll be be lunch. Ain't no reset. Totally Caucasian. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says skims. Yeah, you you see what I'm saying? You know. Uh, Tanner says Zach's mom is hot But her personality is Interesting yeah. And personality is the whole nine Maury says Apparently nobody gets a bacavo, Nor do they eat flats That's what I'm saying Dude Maury You're killing me Smalls My God. Everybody
0: gets bacavos And My everybody guy. eats flats Okay
1: Please You know um jet isn't wilson's mom and draper see that's what i'm saying that's jet. What i'm saying dude you gotta knock it down <laughs> drew christensen says the deluxe is mid compared to the thank you. No, it's not. thank you that's because you didn't get extra pickles see that's
0: a perfect use of the word mid as well i mean that is no, good usage not, no, right there no, dude
1: good usage there i try so hard and it I do. personal with me i've tried to raise a good boy but you know oh wait we're not related never mind uh gary uh, Kim wanted to know if Tom goes in or passes at the line. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Tom, uh, how's your QB sneak game looking these days? Yeah,
1: get under center.
0: Yeah. When you QB sneak, do you go through the A gap or what are we looking at here? Yeah,
1: Kim K's at tight end. Yeah. Oh-ho! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gary, how are you wholly Caucasian but love Indian food? I I, tandora, Hello, dude, hey, I don't know. Wayne Scholes, my old friend Wayne Scholes, uh, took us to a Liverpool match in Liverpool, England. Well, it was a Chelsea match, but well, yeah. it was a Chelsea match. Yeah. It, it was a Liverpool match until Steven Gerrard slipped and fell, and Demba went went it's down. It's okay, and, Stevie. And, and you know, Dembo went down and terrified Liverpool fans and ended their hopes. And that was amazing. So, Steven Gerrard, the I think one of the greatest midfielder in England history, um, slipped and fell. Demba Ba for Chelsea goes down. Liverpool loses the title. And essentially, the entire stadium was yelling, Stevie, it's fine. Stevie, it's okay. We love you. Like yelling for Steven Gerrard that they love him. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, Jet Wayman says tight end. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Alex Chacon, Indian food is fantastic. There will be no Indian food slander here. None. Yeah. Well, what is does it do to That's the thing. You have so many odd fascinations about buttholes. Like, it, it sometimes it worries me. You are so fascinated. You're the guy that sat up on this program
0: and talked about getting a snake in the butthole. And you want to tell me that I have a fascination with buttholes. Okay. <laughs> like, come on, I don't know dude. how to break this to you. I'm on, more,
1: I, I, that That's called a colonoscopy. It's ridiculous. And I crushed it. It's really despicable. Zero polyps. Right, but you're the one. Guy. How am I obsessed with the butthole? When because you we you, spent like two weeks on it. Do you recognize that you talk about hole-in-ones and buttholes very similarly, <laughs> <sighs> And that you've never had either one? Just saying. Whatever, dude. Um, Waves in opposition. Big Dog says, don't know what Bacavo is, but Dem Flats and Ranch are banging. A Bacavo is at Super Chicks. It's a sandwich at Super and it's Chicks. bomb. Brad Turner. What's up, Brad? How do the Kardashians and Jenners get all these celebs to date them? I have no idea. That's an excellent question. At some point, don't their victims know each other and think, "Nah, I know where that's been." <laughs> so let's see: Ray J, Kanye West, and Pete Davidson. Nah, I'm good. Pete David and and oh, you said America's favorite anti-Semite, Kanye West, who she had a child with. Nah, nah I'm fine. Jet Wayman, sorry guys, Indian food is totally mid. No, Thank it's you. not. Thank you. No, it's not. Uh, I think I saw that Timothy Chalamet has been poisoned. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't know, know who that is. Do tell. Uh, Ryan Fair, what does one eat when they eat Indian food? Tandoori chicken, all, t- well, pork or chicken. And like, it's, it's just so. Good. You eat greatness. And I think Indian food is <gasps> amazing. I think it's amazing. All kinds of curries, all kinds of veg- vegetables, <laughs> like all kinds of different methods of cooking. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't handle the smell of live in an apartment complex in my 20s. How'd your apartment complex do the other night?
0: Uh, yeah, it almost burned down. Yeah, you know, chilling. Uh, what was that, Friday night? Yeah. I think it was. So I'm chilling in the cut, watching the basketball game, you know, watching different things on the tube, and uh fire truck rolls up. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, someone probably is not doing so well, you know, you internal get the medical. It's internal. Yeah, you know, like I was just like, dude, like I you know, probably not doing too good. But then another fire truck rolls out and I'm like, okay, we got a situation here. And so the stairs in my, my apartment is three levels and i live on the ground floor Mm -hmm. and the stairs happen to be attached to to one of my walls so these firefighters are like running up and down the stairs so my window is open of course and i proceed to hear one of the fire folks say yeah it was really stupid they were cooking dinner and lit their kitchen on fire (laughs) just like that and i'm like dude wait did she just say they lit their kitchen on fire and I had no idea about this, like didn't smell smoke, didn't, didn't hear fire alarms going off, like nothing. I go outside just to kind of scope out the situation after about a half hour and they're still sitting out out there. Scope out the
1: situation.
0: You know, I go outside, throw some trash out and there's this woman who I, who lives by me that I see around all the time with her big ass dog. And I said, Hey, like, it looks like they're, they had an issue. Like, it looks like their apartment caught on fire and she's like yeah it was my apartment that caught on fire oh. i was cooking dinner and and oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. i left it i went to the bathroom and i came out and my entire kitchen was on fire what was she cooking i didn't ask her i didn't ask her because she was vaping and i didn't want to hang out she around her. was
1: vaping oh yeah. it's that oh yeah,
0: yeah. oh that explains yeah. it yeah that yeah. explains oh. it yes yeah So I was like, dude, well, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're
1: okay, man. That's brutal, dude. That is, uh, that's absolutely brutal. Uh, all right. Money makes you money coming up, including the PGA championship. We'll talk some NBA, but I got to remind you guys, it's buy one, get one free season at Papa Murphy's pizza. Use the promo code, get BOGO, get BOGO, buy one, get one free, larger family size pies at Papa Murphy's pizza, order it through the mobile app. Super easy knock it down and quite literally it is buy one large get one large free i i they don't do this very often very rarely um they don't i, I just I, it's an amazing promo you can have pizza for two days if you want it's that good you should buy one get one free papa murphy's pizza and yes of course friends of course it includes the taco grande hi
3: I'm Kylie, and I make fresh, delicious Papa Murphy's pizza.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and I make the Papa Murphy's pizza.
3: Sure, that's take and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your oven.
0: By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza.
3: Super good pizza, Kylie.
0: Oh, Kylie, so good.
3: Right now, enjoy big time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited time taco grande. Papa Murphy's, change the way you pizza.
1: Indeed, change the way you pizza, use the promo code, get BOGO to get uh, one large pizza free when you buy one large pizza uh, at Papa Murphy's. Get BOGO today through Saturday, hook it up, make sure you tell them you heard about it. On this here Monty program, where you know we are always trying to hook you guys up um, with free stuff, including a free consultation at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, where you never pay. To talk to an attorney because they don't charge you consultation fees. They don't charge you retainers. In fact, you don't pay the advocates until they win your case. The advocates.com with just so much nonsense on the road already. Like that story the other day, you guys, about this girl that got hit in a wrong way accident. (coughs) You know, like you, you didn't deserve to get hit in a wrong way accident, but you do deserve somebody that will fight for you. While you are trying to get back to the best version of yourself, things like medical bills, just feeling good physically again, let alone your car, let alone your car insurance, your house payment, your, you know, all of the, the things that happen in your life when you get into a serious accident, all those things can tend to fall by the wayside and only make it worse. That's why you count on the advocates because the advocates are gonna do things like help you defer your medical bills and then get you the best result possible because that's what they do they are your advocate, they are gonna fight for you. So if you've been hurt at work, or if you know somebody that's been in an accident, I cannot tell you guys how many times it's like, hey, my sister, you know, or hey, my brother, like, should I call an attorney, yes. If you're asking yourself, should I call an attorney, yes. No, go to theadvocates.com and chat with one for free, online, 24-7, theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show! How do we feel about, you want to do Monty Makes You Money now? Or should we talk about the Lakers winning an NBA championship coming up here in a few weeks? Lakers
0: first, then Monty Makes You Money.
1: I said the the Lakers (coughs) winning a a champ. (coughs) (coughs) Okay, that's fine. Be a jerk. The LA Lakers, the Denver Nuggets. The the Lakers lose last night 132-126, but I don't think that's the story. I think the story is Anthony Davis dominated. 40 points, 10 boards, 3 dimes, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Now Jokic clearly had a good game. 34 points, 3 of 3 from 3, 12 of 17, 21 boards, 14 dimes, domination. But if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, I don't know, say Jet Wayman, who's going to owe me a ribeye steak. Ask yourself this question. Shouldn't, Shouldn't you be concerned Because the Lakers clearly sputtered, right? But, bro, they scored, what did they score? 54 points in the first half, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? Scored 54 points. Uh, They scored 72 points in the second half. 72 points in the second half. Uh, You scored 60 in Denver. You got beat 72 to 60 in the second half on your home floor at altitude, which by the way, I think was a huge, huge winner for the Nuggets in the first half. I think altitude played a huge role. So are you really sitting here telling me that the Nuggets are a team that you feel confident about? Because I actually, in the fourth quarter of that game, well, I never thought, and Jake and I were texting back and forth while he was uh, taking part in the skins game, Yeah. Um, We were texting back and forth and I was telling him, I kept saying this game's over. It's over. They're not coming back. But look at the way Rui Hachimura played last night.
0: Yeah, I didn't think the game was over. I felt like the Lakers, frankly, have always been a second half team. There's no question about that. Now, I wasn't real thrilled with, you know, as the box score says, 72 points given up in the first half. I mean, that's not you're not going to win. You're not going to win ball games giving the other team seventy two points unless but,
1: you score seventy two points of your own in the second but half.
0: That's my point, right? So you give it up in the first, but then you come back in the second. Oh, I think, give it up! Yeah, and I think what's really impressive about this is you look at the fourth quarter. The Lakers win the fourth quarter, 34-26. And I think what's really interesting when I look at Denver's box score, you know, it takes it takes Caldwell Pope giving you twenty one, which isn't unheard of at all. I mean, he can flat out shoot it. No doubt, mm-hmm. but it took him having a nice night. It takes Jokic putting up a historic game, in my opinion, a 30-20-14 game, 30, 34 points, 21 boards, 14 assists. Like, like, <clears throat> is this guy going to do this every single night? No chance. <laughs> There's no way. And are by you, the way, are you, are you gonna no, I'm it? dying. I'm dying over here. I'm dying, dying over here. And then I look at Michael Porter Jr. This is the guy. This is the one. that That stands out. He gave you a plus 20, which is not going to happen, I don't think, regularly. 15 points, 10 boards, and was 3 of 6 from 3, including heavily contested threes in the corner. So to me, I look at this game and say, yeah, Denver did their job, right? I'm not trying to take anything away from Denver, but when I look at the box score, the story that it tells me is, hey, you had a nice first half because the Lakers are trying to catch their breath, and you flat out got beat in the second half, And the only reason you won this game is because you held on just long enough.
1: Is because you shot 47% from three and 55% from the floor. Now, the Lakers also shot pretty well from three. It was 46%. But it's five of nine from Austin Reeves. That's who that guy is. Right? Two of two from Dennis Schroeder. That's who he's been through the playoffs. Right? Oh, of four from LeBron. That's who that guy is. Two of four from Lonnie Walker. One of one from Hachimura. Right, But you got 15 three-pointers, and it's, it's Jamal Murray, four of eight, 31 points. So let me get this right. You got 31 from Murray, 34 from uh, Jokic, 21 from KCP, and Bruce Brown gave you 16 and 24 minutes. That's like top of the mountain, Mom. And when Aaron Gordon only gives you 12, and Michael Porter Jr., I thought, played out of his mind at times, My biggest concern is that Jokic question. 34 points, 14 dimes, 21 rebounds. But obviously the assists are the thing that really stands out there because Anthony Davis actually outplayed him outside of the assists. Yeah. Dude, I think, I think the defense is a real problem. I think Hachimura is a, a matchup nightmare for them. I think Austin – they have no idea what to do with Austin Reeves. They tried several different things and couldn't stop him. Yeah. They tried to double-team Austin Reeves at one point in the third quarter coming over the timeline, and it mattered nothing. Yeah. That, the, the idea – by the way, the other number I think is so important is that LeBron James had zero assists – if you look at the, the or excuse me, six deals. Uh, six he had nine assists in the game last night. Eight assists from Austin Reeves. You remember that play where Reeves comes over half court, gives it to LeBron, who shoots it right back to Reeves, and what did Reeves do? Hit a three. Wide open. Uncontested. So let me get this right. You doubled him at the timeline, or, or showed double. He gave it up, and then you forgot he existed. Like, it's that stuff. And then you look at some of the defensive numbers. The Lakers only had four blocks. They only had six steals in the game. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, dude. That, that's part of the reason. And by the way, the other thing that scares you, the Lakers only had seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Seven turnovers. If I'm a Denver fan, this, this worries me a little bit, and there's a couple others that stand out. The Lakers shot 88% from the line, which they had not done. And you, you start looking at, at the number of assists in this game, 30 assists for the Lakers. That's terrifying. Only seven turnovers, and you only got five points off turnovers. So I say this because you were at home, you shot the lights out. That's not going to happen at crypto. And it, it, if you look at the way teams go into crypto, the way this team is defended, boy, that, if I am a Denver fan... Teddy, I would I would find a butcher to get me that ribeye from, man.
0: Well, and I think the tough part for the Lakers <laughs> is is they're going to have to win one in Denver, obviously, to win this series. And I think that's all you— If you're a Laker fan, that's how I feel like you need to look at this series because no matter what, I feel like this is going to be a long series. I, this is six games at a minimum, at and, a minimum. And, and I would love to see seven. And I think, you know, I look at this and I say, okay, let's say that that this just goes normal through the first four. Hey, Denver wins both at home. L.A. wins both at home. okay. And then it becomes a three-game series, just like it's been all playoffs long. In a three-game series, I like the Lakers' chances. Obviously, two are in Denver. and I'm Somebody's got to lose at home. Someone's got to lose at home. and And I know you can make a strong case that Denver is more than capable of beating the Lakers at crypto. Totally agree. But I just look at this game, and I agree with your sentiment. This felt like, hey, you played a perfect game and won by, like, five points eight points here whatever it is and
1: again I understand everybody wants to slander Anthony Davis I totally get it I would check his game log dudes because he has played some really really big games now was he huge in that win over uh, Golden State no 17 points 20 rebounds that's a pretty good performance 23 23 25 but by the way I'd also remind you in the month of May Homeboys averaging 21 and a half points, 14 and a half rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and a steal and a half a game. Yeah. So you can slander Anthony Davis and say, oh, Anthony Davis can't do that because there is a legitimate argument that the Lakers played really well too. But the guys that played really well for them have been playing this way. Anthony Davis has been playing this way. Has he had some down games? Yes, he has. But his last real down game – Was that uh, game two against Golden State, that blowout at Golden State. Yeah. Where he had 11 points in 33 minutes. But before that and since then, he's been nails, dude. He has been, and I just think people don't pay attention to how well he's played. And you look at Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves has been struggling. Mm -hmm. He has been struggling. But what happened? He rolled up into Denver, and everybody thinks Denver's this great defensive team. No, they're not. They were great against Phoenix because Phoenix was terrible. Yeah. Phoenix had two players. That was it. They double teamed Kevin Durant and Devin Booker most of that series. And now you go look at Austin Reeves's numbers, and this is one of the ones. Again, I point to Austin Reeves' performance because he had not played well. He had not played well going into this game. Like, I think his best game was probably the game six loss. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably his best or his worst game. Look what he did in game seven against Golden State. 39 minutes, 23 points, six times, five boards, all of his free throws, four of five from three. What did he do last night? Five of nine from three. Yeah, Four of four, all of his free throws, two boards, eight times, 23 points. I'm telling you, this isn't an outlier. This is, it, that's what should worry you. Now, on the heels of that, before we get to your comments, because I'm sure most of you are going to rip the Lakers. Is Nikola Jokic the best player in the NBA right now? Because I think this is a real serious question. Is Nikola Jokic the best player in the NBA? Dude, I don't know how he's not. I, I honestly don't know how he's not. Because who's better than him right now? That Whatever that was last night, I don't care if it was an outlier or not. That was a tremendous performance. Yeah, it's
0: hard to say he's not the best player in the league right now. I mean, I think, I think uh, best player left in the playoffs. I think Jimmy Butler deserves some consideration. Uh, I think
3: we're about to uh, find out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. I think obviously, um, you know, Jason Tatum, gotta talk about
1: buddy. But who's in the conversation for best player in the NBA? Yeah, I
0: mean, best player in the NBA right now it's Jokic and Embiid. Those are the two. I think we got to see what Kevin Durant's like next season. If the injuries persist, he's no longer in that conversation. Steph? Yeah, I think Steph's got to be in the conversation. Who do you want,
1: Steph or Jokic? Um, probably Jokic right now. Probably Steph because he's won more. Um, if Jokic wins a ring here, okay, now that's a different yeah, player. That's fair, point. that's fair point. That's a different player. That's but fair point. I want a guy, like if we're talking about the elites of the elites, Steph Curry's won, and now he's producing in big moments, which hadn't always been the case. You know, knock on wood, he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to say that Steph Curry... I think it's Steph Curry or Jokic. I think those two are in the conversation. I don't think LeBron's there anymore. I think there's been way too much turmoil in Boston with JT, and I just think he needs to win. Um, I don't even know that there's really other guys in the conversation. If we're well. eh? I don't know, man. That that whole collapse in Philly again, and rightfully so, they fired Doc Rivers, which I think they should have done. Yeah, I mean,
0: admittedly, Jokic has never done that. He's never lost by 40 points or
1: whatever. Well, but he's never won either. Neither is Joel. Yeah, neither is Joel.
0: You know, so, I mean, that that's why I say, I think the Jokic-Joel comparison is as close as we're going to get to apples and apples. But
1: I think it's Steph Curry and Jokic. I, I, I can't think of another. Well, I mean, Austin Reeves and Alex Caruso, but, you know. Right. You know. Yeah. You know. Jet Wayman. I'm sorry, I would like to buy you a ribeye right now. What's your address? Sure, no problem.
0: Well, great comment, Chet. That's really awesome,
1: dude. Let's move on. See, See, Um, Salty,
0: that's what it looks like to pay your bets up, dude. It's not
1: what he said. I feel like the Nuggets should uh, feel really good. If L.A. was going to take one in Denver, I thought it would be game one. No, 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 dude. You got that wrong. I'm telling you. Mm. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. Who did I tell you to take last night? Nate Davis. Jamal Murray needs to run, and Denver Nuggets need to run. They need to make... The pace much faster, so the Lakers don't have to dominate in the half court. Well, in in Denver, do you know how difficult it is to be the Lakers going into? Yes. I don't think people recognize the home court advantage that is the Denver Nuggets, or the Salt Lake City Jazz. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't think people understand when you come to Salt Lake or Denver, it's real. You're dude.
0: talking about four thousand feet
1: higher than most other it's cities. A lot of pressure. Uh, Derek says Nuggets and Bastin for seven games in the finals would be amazing. Great. So no one's going to watch that. Tanner says, oh, come on. Let's not act like the Lakers, what the Lakers did was sustainable. Okay. They're terrible. We get it. Uh, Uh, Jansen, Austin should just rename himself Himothy because he has been playing amazing recently. He's when he's good. They're almost unbeatable because he's also pretty good defensively. He gets zero respect from the, from the refs though. Like two of those fouls last night, he he was literally not touching, um, Murray, and I will say Murray's become Murray's become kind of that a hole, that guy that you're not truly rooting for. Yeah, I'm not. He's become kind of an a hole. He has, but he's good. He is good, capable fifty on any. But night. but are you trying to bully Landry Shamet from like that's the I well, don't. Well, I think so. Here's the problem with that though:
0: it's the playoffs. The Suns talk a lot of junk. You know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with that.
1: Callahan says, I have more confidence that Jokic puts in trip Dub every game than AD. I think most people I agree do. with that. That's not, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that at all. Uh, Gary says, we are winning game two. What What'd you guys talk about in the locker room after that loss, Gary? Like, what was... Well,
0: you know, the conversation... Wait, 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 hold on, hold
1: on. Um, what was your mindset after the game? Mind space, please. I'm sorry. What was your snap face after the game like? That's the stupidest question. Stupid f- questions. What's For your? Real, though. What is your... Um, you know, what's your mindset going into game two? We need to win the game. Stupid-ass f- questions. Uh, Jet Wayman, LOL, Monty. You should start looking because uh, it's Denver's year to come out of the West. I didn't know you were a Nuggets fan, dude. They played uh, a great three quarters. Well... Two and a half. I thought the back half of the third quarter, Denver absolutely fell apart. Yeah. And I don't know. Michael Porter Jr. had been really good in the the first half defensively. I just thought he stopped working. That was weird to me. Like, I felt Michael Porter Jr. at a long stretch in that third quarter stopped working and then was like, oh, better get going. And then hit a three in the fourth quarter. And you're like, all right, there we go. But MPJ needs to work four quarters. Yeah. He needs to work four quarters. You know like it is it's gonna be interesting these two teams i'm telling you these two teams are gonna come back a little bit to the middle and i think the lakers are a little bit better yeah a little bit because we didn't see a great performance out of giangelo last night nope by the way but it's gonna be interesting to see like delo 26 points four of 11 0 of three three dimes eight points minus 25 not a great night he will turn that around boom out of here. He will turn that around. But when they both come back to the middle a little bit, I think the Lakers are better. And it may come down to how many fouls did Jokic have last night? Four, it I it think. may come down to Jokic's ability four fouls plus 11. It may come down to Jokic's ability to play better defense on AD. Yeah. Because they had no answer for him. They had no answer for him, which is a little scary. Yeah. Um, Delambo says AD is gonna get worn down by Joker.
0: I don't know, dude. If 40 points is worn down, I'll take it.
1: We'll see. I mean, I, I thought LeBron had some good possessions on Jokic. Yeah. Um hey, I look, think. It's
0: not that Jokic is just some game wrecker, dude. I mean, the guy is he's one he's the best player in the league, yes, but he is not the only reason they're winning the game.
1: Well, and their ability to run is what killed the Lakers. Yeah. The, the... the Lakers were not getting back dude, on defense. The Lakers were out of gas. Lakers are out of gas. Ryan Fair, best player is different than best athlete. Joker has all the jokes. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Tanner Plummer, uh, I think the Nuggets will win this series, but no matter who wins, the series has gotten me interested in the playoffs again. Okay. Uh, What's crazy is Jokic did that in three quarters. He played 42 minutes. What do you mean he did that in three quarters? Uh, Jimmy. Regular season Jimmy Butler is top 30. Playoff Jimmy is top 3. Well, tour has never been spoken. Uh, best player is Iguodala. I totally Iggy. agree. Uh, Jet. It's between Jokic and and Giannis. I don't know. I think I think Giannis has to come back with something new.
0: Yeah, Giannis was talking a bunch of junk on Twitter about how he's tired of the disrespect,
1: so we'll see. He's got to come back with something new. Yeah. Uh, the big three-legged Texan. Joker should have been MVP. Maybe. Victor's the way. Gary says, uh, Joel is now a fraud. After he won MVP, he shut off. Eh, I don't know about too. that. I think I think Joe needs more of James Harden than he got. So Eric C., what's up? I've been going through a real uh, rough patch in life. Let drinking get the better of me, and I lost my job, friends, and family, but God damn it, I'm getting back on my feet and hearing Jake and Monty uh, makes everything better, dude. Bro, you all right? Yeah, man. You seriously, you're right. How's your girlfriend? Like, you should reach out. Uh, Tanner, the Nuggets are seven and zero at home in the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna change anytime soon. Well, we'll find somebody's gonna beat him. Somebody's gonna beat him. Um, Ethan, pot stickers in the air fryer are the best. Agree. Yes. Yes. Jet, I I took the Nuggets last night, Jake. Bet against me at your own risk. I took the Nuggets, too. Uh, Brad Turner, I'll tell you what. Murray would not tuck in his jersey one game, and it was driving me nuts. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah, I'm not a Nuggets fan by any means. I just dislike the Lakers more. There we go. DeLambo, Nuggets laid off the gas. This could be a Malone problem. You mean Michael Malone? Michael. 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 Uh, Bryce Martin, but Jokic ran out of gas in the fourth, and people believe Ryu uh, shut him down. Uh, Hachimura played really well. I think that's really tough to argue. I think that's really tough to argue. Yeah, Because I think, and we talked about this with Hachimura, that his, his win is defensively. He is long as the day, you know. I just, yeah, that's, that's just me. Uh, Mickey Malone, uh, Ethan says, that's hilarious. I can't believe you read that comment. Why you took the time to write a comment on the show. Why would I not, why would I not read it? Why would I not? I mean, what am I John Morant or something?
0: Yeah. Did
1: you guys see this John Morant thing? I, I mean, I'm only assuming you saw this John Morant thing. Um, this is one of the stupidest things I think I've ever seen. Um, did you video that or where is no,
0: it? No, it's up in the pictures there. Up in the pictures.
1: Uh, John ja Morant wrote an apology for the gun thing. Adrian Wajin-Skowski.
0: Wojba. Wajin-Skowski.
1: Hey, look at Wojnowski. John ja Morant statement. I know I've disappointed a lot of people. Ooh, this is deep. Who have supported me, this is a journey and I recognize there is more work to do. Okay, so he's thinking through his feelings, right? John ja Morant. Do you view this season as a failure? Clearly taking this seriously. My words may not mean much right now, but I take full accountability for my actions. Whoa, whoa. Well, oh. Wow. Ja's growing up. So guys, next time
0: you're gonna use a bigger I'm gun, committed. I
1: am it. I'm committed to continuing to work on myself. Okay. Well, self pleasure and masturbation is something that I encourage every man to do. Skins game. Oh, wait. Only problem is uh, Chat, GP, uh, uh, Chat GPT wrote that for Ja. Did you guys see this? You put in make an apology paragraph that you caught, you got caught again. And look what Chat, G-T-P, Chat GPT spits out. I deeply know I've disappointed a lot of people who have supported me. I know I've disappointed a lot of people who have supported me. This is a journey and I recognize there is more work to do. Uh, this is a journey and I recognize there is more work to do. (laughs) My words may not mean much right now, but I take full accountability of my actions. Uh, my words may not mean much right now, but, but I take full accountability what? for my actions Bro, what are you talking about man? I'm committed to continuing to work on myself I'm committed to continuing to work on myself said ChatGPT GPT on behalf of dude Jobber. Dude, come on man <laughs> I Apologize to that man ja? And then did you guys see Commissioner Bald Chrome Dome Dude on ESPN last night talking about how this is shocking and eight games was a serious penalty? Donnie, please. And this is shocking. Hey, Dick, grow some hair and then I'll take you seriously. Eight games was not a penalty. Eight games, what they gave Ja for having a hooker in his face with a gun in his hand was not a penalty. Oh, but he had to go to potentially four at most therapy sessions how'd that the work out the week. how'd that work out and the commissioner's like that's a really serious thing man like we had a star who could have seriously maim or injured himself or others yeah you don't say that's what guns do sir especially when you're riding around as a passenger in a car with a gun in your hand held to your head like, are you serious with this
0: guy? Tell me that's not copy and pasted. He
1: had chat GPT write him an apology. That's crazy. Ryan Fair says chat GPT for the win. It's incredible. Jet says uh, Ja is going to run his career and uh, ruin his career and it's sad. Totally. Yeah. Lakers are winning this series. Thank you, Brady Cook. Uh, Bryce Martin. This is how you know he's not serious. I doubt he even took time to look that up hey up uh, Brady want to bet I'll bet you the Nuggets win the series and you take the Lakers I'll bet you a ribeye steak <laughs> <laughs> seriously bet bet Gary like I've been saying all year full season suspension no pay uh, I don't think they'll do that it needs to be half a season minimum no pay uh, Delaric should have been 30 games. Should have been. Uh, Jacob DeLambo, eight days of clubbing, apparently. Yeah. Jeremy Severe. do people really use chat GPT to really write an apology? Might as well have said nothing. That would have been better. That's what they I'm do. Saying. They do. That's what I'm saying, dude. They do. Victor's the way. Oh, God. Here we uh, go. Maybe I should have chat GPT write my comment for me. Maybe you should. Victor's the way. Lee Jensen. Tanner is probably thinking all would be fine if it was a super soaker. Exactly. We're not allowed to joke about Tanner. Yeah, anymore. we're not
0: doing that, dude. We're not allowed yeah, it's, to do that. It's, it's, respect, that's respect,
1: uh, respect Tanner's can, wishes. Can
0: you pull up Jaw's apology real quick for me? The real one? Mm-hmm. All right, so this is my comment on Tanner, okay? Uh, Tanner, I know I've disappointed you uh, through your support of our show. This is a journey, and I recognize there is more work to do to not talk about soaking. My words may not mean much right now, but I do take full accountability for talking about soaking too much. And I'm committed to continuing to work on the show to not talk about soaking as much. All right, everything's cool. We're good. All right, we're moving on. Everything's fine. (laughs) He's the
1: one who said that. He's the one who said that. Not me. Uh, Victor's the way says, Tanner's the way. Oh, Jesus. Alex Chacombe, my Victor's man Tanner. The, the super soaker. We don't call him the super yeah, soaker. Yeah, we, we actually don't. No, Jet don't Wayman, South Park made a show about chat GPT. It was hilarious. I love South Park. I do. Uh, fat Jesus, I use chat GPT to break up with people. <laughs> <laughs> How do you break up over text? <laughs> <laughs> ChatGPT will say, call Jake. He knows how. Jake is the um, way. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if. Uh, I, don't know quite, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. yeah. Real quick before we get to Monty Makes You Money. Did you guys see this Aaron Judge situation? Um. Was Aaron Judge looking at the dugout? Because somebody was stealing signs Uh with his eyes yesterday before he hit a gigant or 460-foot home run. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently. Allegedly. Apparently he was. Did you guys hear that... He absolutely, positively did get pitches because Jay Jackson, the pitcher he took deep, admitted he was tipping pitches um, when facing Aaron Judge. The admission comes after side-eye glances from Judge to the dugout, raised questions about whether Judge was cheating. Um, um, and I, I don't know how to fix this because what Aaron Judge was doing here Was not cheating. If you're tipping pitches, you got what you deserve, which is yass got wrecked. Yep. It's not cheating for you to tell me you're throwing me a fastball. Or in this case, it's not cheating for you to tell me you're throwing me a slider and then you hang that slider and I hit it to.
3: That
1: ball went to the Kremlin, bro. Like the Kremlin, he hit that ball a mile and then they talked a bunch of junk about him. So what did he do yesterday? He hit another ball a mile to prove a point. (laughs) I told you asses on the show yesterday. Did I not tell you on the show yesterday
0: specifically referenced tipping pitches
1: that this was pitch tipping? Yeah, because that's the only thing you can explain because they don't use signs anymore. He had to be tipping pitches, and yes. now he admits it. Aaron Judge did not cheat. Yeah, and I'm tired of everybody being like, "Oh, it's the Yankees—they're cheating." When a bunch of jerks, they're not. They're not. They're not. Uh, Victor's the way. Aaron Judge needs to use Chat GPT to write an apology. Seriously. Victor's the way. S- seriously. Uh, Riley O'Brien says, LMAO, that was good. That was good. Exactly. I'm just telling you, he was tipping pitches the whole yeah, time. Yeah, dude, he was." Okay. Now, to make myself feel better about you and me together- How dare you. As friends, (laughs) it's time for Monty to make you some money. Can we start with the PGA Championship, please? Hell yes. Hell yes. I'm really excited about this. Hell yes. Mainly, mainly because I love watching championship golf on TV. I'm a loser. I get it, you hate me. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I'm no Pat McAfee, but I'll do. Right. The other thing that I am really excited about is that none of my guys are at the top of this list. (laughs) So Jordan Spieth is not here because they didn't think he was going to play. He's got a wrist injury. Turns out he's going (laughs) to (laughs) play. And look at my guy, JT. Justin Thomas is plus thirty five hundred. Yeah, it's a nice bet there, dude. So who do you think's winning the PJ championship?
0: Justin Thomas is not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. I think let's see. Who do we have? Rory. Eh, No, I don't think Rory. No. I think
1: it's between Kepka, Spieth, and JT. Yeah, I'd probably go JT, dude. I think Scheffler is has been wildly inconsistent. I think John Rahm is dealing with something physical. Jason Day's been really hot lately, but he doesn't have the goods to win, I don't think. He is. Matthew Fitzpatrick is a legit contender. But I think if I had to only bet one, I'd probably go Brooks Kepka. Because he seems ready. His press conference today was lit. Yeah. But Jordan Spieth is battling for the career Grand Slam.
0: I'm going Justin Thomas.
1: All right, I'll go Brooks Kepka. Okay, to win I'll the whole damn thing. To win the whole goddamn thing. Ain't no reset. And then, of course, you guys. Here we go. We have to go. Talk NBA hoop. Monty makes you money. The Miami Heat are going to lose at Boston. I mean, play at Boston tonight. Best in is minus 8, 212. Mm -hmm. This feels like a lot. Minus 8 on Hemi. Yeah. Minus 8 on the Heat. 212, 630, TNT. Jake, who you got?
0: Miami. Win. Under. Uh, under. 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 Because if they're going to win, they're going to have to play great defense. Underwear? Yes, underwear. Correct. <laughs> yes. So win. Miami wins, which means they cover, obviously. Yep. And it goes under. I'm taking that. I think, I think Jimmy Butler's got a point to prove. Himmy. I think Himmy Butler, otherwise known as Jimmy Butler... Uh, understands that, you know, he doesn't have infinite opportunities left to win a championship. And I think that in a game one setting on the road, this is your chance to steal one, I feel like, if you're Miami. Because what did we see last time? What did we see in the Philly series? Hey, Boston Mm -hmm. drops game one.
1: So I think you got an opportunity tonight. I think your equity play here is the Heat plus eight and a half. Their money line, I think I would take the heat on the money line at plus 300. I think that's where I would go here. And I think if I'm advising you, if you're just straight up, I'm going to take Boston to win, Miami to cover, and it's going to go over the 2-12. Oh, that's going to be juicy tomorrow. Bless up. Bless up. Bless up. That's where I think we're going. There. Bless up. God bless. That's where I think we're going. Okay, so I've got the heat and under.
0: And what did you say for over-under?
1: I have got over. Over, okay. I've got over. Okay. Okay. I'm floating right now. Okay, fine. That's cool. I am floating That's cool, dude. to the heavens. Yeah, we're good. Um, I love the heat in this game. Let's see. Who's got what? Uh, Jeremy Callahan says the heat. Uh, the big three-legged Texan. Victor to the, the Texas Tornado will drop 50. Victor's the way. A 50-piece Victor's nugget in Boston way. before his career is over.
0: Victor's the way. Victor's the way.
1: The Monty Show, as usual, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. I have to pee. So, until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Jake
0: is
3: the way.